0: Welcome to the Road Soda Podcast. The Road Soda Podcast is your entertainment podcast on the go. Your host, Isaiah Cooper and Christy, and an occasional third wheel present a variety of fun segments from offbeat news to Netflix reviews with interludes from our sponsors and parent company, Popco Brands. Fasten your seatbelts and please listen responsibly to Road Soda.
1: Are you looking for a discreet place for intimate one-on-one relations with the sexiest of all sea creatures, the octopus? Do you crave the sensational touch of eight jelly-like appendages? Then come to Road Soda's tentacle house. We have a lovely array of gorgeous octopi all waiting to give you the night of your life. The tentacle house is located right on the shoreline, down in the Fisherman's Wharf, and departs each evening promptly at 8 p.m. Venture out into international waters where relations with an octopus is legal and encouraged. The Road Soda Tentacle House. Your Octomistress awaits.
0: Hello, and thank you for spanking another Chode Holda. <laughs> uh, the podcast with three times the foreskin. That's a lot that, of foreskin.
2: How's that possible?
0: Some people are just blessed, baby, hashtag blessed. Yeah, but like- On this episode, we rip through the Christmas chronic, and we get paranormal and weird with Chaz of the dead. The dead. Mr. Chaz. Yes. Yeah. Very special. So this episode of Chode Holda is a little bit different. Um also I, I got to give credit where credits due and it uh your your brother Michael is supposed to be on the podcast, podcast at some point. Super interesting guy, very driven, awesome fun guy. Real fun dude to chill with. Mhm. Yeah, he's really cool. Uh but um he we asked him to be on the show and he was like he called at one point he was like oh so are we gonna do chode soda and I was like oh man I've been doing road soda for so long and th- I've never said that I've never It never crossed my mind yeah I'm like, so really weird. upset
2: neither one of us thought of it
0: and it's so weird because like that's totally something I would think of me too it's so it's so cheesy and stupid and easy
2: yeah when he said it you were like how have I not picked that low-hanging fruit and it's I'm like it so really low.
0: is it's so low it's fucking dirty on the ground hanging it's already dropped off the tree but like uh I think I made an intro once it was like something about toad like toad like mm-hmm. so it's even even still it's like I guess you know I'm just so um I'm so pure and holy my mind's just not in the gutter I'm not thinking about all that dirty stuff you know maybe what I mean? it's
2: because your dick's big thick and long and not short and fat Ooh. so you don't have a toe so you're That's not what they call pencil
0: shape. dick no I said pencil big, dick thick and long mm-hmm.
2: the, okay, the skinny baby. long ones are pencil dicks and then you have like the skinny long ones that are really curved like a bit like an over curved banana those are fucking weird, weird too over
0: curved banana and you got the crooked ones sure yeah I know about all the dicks mm-hmm. I know about all kinds of different dicks all you know cause I'm hanging around them all the time yeah getting intimate with Just getting all,
2: slapped with dicks in the face all the time all different I could that's why we have so much in common you know
0: yeah yeah I don't know maybe maybe I can tell you about different vaginas
2: you might know more about for chinas did you know that um my mom says for china
0: yeah i mean it's but ha- like
2: not because she's trying to be funny
0: well or that she's trying to like avoid saying the word vagina or is it just because she, it's like these little remnants of hillbilly though it's the her.
2: it's the hillbilly remnants and i think probably like not knowing what the word really was for so long yeah and just saying what it sounded like like it took her years to be able to say birthday with a th and not an f birthday like you would just try and try and try and it's just birthday wow and so she'd be like that's yeah, your for china and she made us call it as a kid i think i've told you this my mom made us call our for china's it was our doo-doo right like wipe your doo-doo clean your doo-doo what's wrong with your doo-doo and it's just like why would you make us call word. our kitty cat the same word as people called? poop
0: yeah like is poop it's like wash your, watch your disgusting piece of thing down there
2: yeah that's her for sure she's like don't the, look
0: at it when you wash it and if it starts to feel good you you go to time out
2: yeah because my family is like a bunch of raging pervs my dad was too except my mom is like the prudest non-sexual like she just she, i don't know where you guys got that from like yes you do you you married him
0: she knows what she likes she just, anyway she knows what she into
2: Please refer to it as doo-doo from here on
0: out i will i will refer to it especially around your mom
2: and my sister calls lawrence's knob um mr willies mr. and i willies. really like that
0: that's fun we just how about sorry i penis? just took
2: control of your intro
0: oh my god i've just been having a silent panic attack over here that's all i just i need to have control at all times mr
2: willies i, mr. Willies. I love it
0: that's your mr willies
2: uh-huh. is that mr willies
0: i feel like it should be like a kid's cartoon what, like what would the character the, be? Mr. Willies.
2: You guess it would just be a big dick?
0: Kind of, but you'd have to like church it up, kind of make it look like a pickle? Yeah, like a pickle with a hat on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> pickles and mushrooms or something? Yeah,
0: pickles and mushrooms and they teach y'all about good hygiene and all that kind of stuff.
2: That's a great idea. Maybe we can be the new Blippy.
0: I don't know. And we'll make Mr. Willies. Mr. Willies. <laughs> I th- honestly after watch that was that was a conversation after watching so we you know, had Adelaide over the weekend, as we always do. And um, my sister was here with her husband, and he's like, have you um, ever checked out Blippy? And I was like, no, but it was interesting because just earlier, like maybe the day before, I was putting a show on for Adelaide, and I saw it on there. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. Blippy, right? And then it's so funny to be so out of the loop about something that's so – mega famous yeah it's so crazy
2: i'd never even heard of it
0: of course never heard of it but it's like anybody with a kid is like ah, yeah, fucking I've, up, lawrence over is it.
2: three and i've no. Ne- i mean all we do is youtube too and yeah. you know like
0: it's just it's crazy i mean they, we were and then we all became so fascinated talking about like how many subscribers he has he has like 10.4 million subscribers and talking like looking up his fucking net worth 40 mils by the way 40 mil. All that merch and all that fucking views. Oh, Jesus.
2: Didn't oh. you say he used to film Mr. Willys and Doodos?
0: Yeah. So, Anna was like, oh, he's a, he, before this, he was a porn star. But I looked it up and he wasn't a porn star. He was what he, what they call a gross out comedian or what do you call called a, a gross out comedian. His, his, um his name was Skeezy Grossman because his name is Steven Grossman. Mm-hmm. And he once made a video of him shitting on his naked friend's chest. And he's like, <laughs> I mean, I thought it was funny at the time. <laughs>
2: yeah, like when you first say it, I'm like, that's hilarious. And then you like really think But about was it, it sexual? Like, he's Ooh. like, but
0: he's, he says that he was a comedian doing He was doing it in like the vein of humor. But you know, if there's shit and there's someone naked, there's someone hard.
2: Yeah, you know but like I mean? when you and I are sitting down watching like comedy clips endlessly, like I don't think I would watch one with someone. I'm like, dude, this those
0: guys shitting on his chest. And there's eight billion people in the world there's definitely people who are turning that on and being like i mean it's not our i mean it's not my cup of tea no it's not my cup of shit you know what i mean <laughs> but he yeah and i thought that was super interesting but it's like man if you could if you could i <laughs> couldn't i couldn't like be the character because i would hate being out in public because sometimes you know I'm in a shit mood and it would really suck for a little kid to come up and uh, have their heart broken because I'm just in a, like a shitty mood. Like I wouldn't, I don't think I could do it. So I would like, it would have to be like, maybe I could voice a character or maybe mm. it could be something in a costume or like really put a costume on so yeah. you can't see. So you can take it off and go out and be normal and people and like kids aren't running up to you wherever you go and be like, Oh my
2: God, it's a Blippi. You know? Yeah.
0: Like that's crazy. But um. Yeah, I just-
2: that's so weird. I didn't, you don't really get in oh. shitty moods very often, though, you know?
0: Yeah, never. Almost. Almost I'm never. So,
2: I tried so hard not to make a joke. I'm really sorry. Wow.
0: You should really... I think you should start teaching classes at Megan's Bitch Company. you really got the petty thing down.
2: I think you are... I was already going to ask at the end of this, when you asked me what I learned, that I was going to say, you're a bigger bitch than Megan. No,
0: nah, I am Megan. Anyway, look, guys. this This show, this episode, now that it's like... Just trying to zhuzh you guys up. Look, well, there's no news in this one. I'm sorry. It's my favorite
3: segment. No, no news. It's
0: Christy's whining. She, she's the oh, worst. No. You know what I mean? She says that she hates it. And then every time we have a f- one where she's in a good mood, uh, at the end she goes, oh my God, I actually had a lot of fun. But then she still sticks to this, I hate that segment. Wow. I know,
2: I do. I like actually really, I have like, we have a lot of fun when we do it.
0: So, uh, but we're not doing that because we have something special. We have a very, very Special interview that um, I did. It was actually a couple of uh, weeks ago, and so what we're gonna do is we're gonna have the Millennial Book Club, and then as soon as the Millennial Book Club is over, uh, we have an interview with Mister Chaz of the Dead. I'm actually
2: super fucking excited to listen to that. Yeah, I know we talked about it a lot, and now that
0: and I'm I've thinking got the cliff should...
2: notes, but like I haven't listened to it yet, and I'm actually really really excited.
0: Oh, there's cliff notes to the book
2: know like your Cliff Notes of the interview. Oh, right. Because yeah, like you I, told me all about I was it. Like, are
0: there Cliff? Cli- I don't there's Cliff Notes. But um, oh, I'm trying to.
2: Oh, well, you're just going through your phone. I you're am.
0: Done... I am. I'm just. Sometimes I just want to go through my phone because I just can't live without it in some moments. So anyway, his book is. You guys should. Uh, you know, check out his book. Go uh, get it. He, his book is Paranormal Expeditions: Hunt for the Friendship, right? And a story of UFOs, Nazis, psychedelics, and an expedition to the edge of the world. Um, All of our favorite things. Yeah, it's actually really cool. And it's uh, in the interview, I talk about how I heard about him, why we're doing an interview together. It's pretty interesting. Um, I think he's a really cool dude. It's very, actually really serendipitous and like very coincidental. Uh, what's what's the other word? Um. Serendipity. That
2: would have been my other one.
0: Coincidental, but there's another. It's. That's a blank. Oh my god.
2: Do not do that thing where.
0: I absolutely did that thing. You can hear I cut off Chrissy. I paused it because I needed to look up that word. Synchronicity. It was a really interesting synchronicity of how I um, heard about him and then was reached out to him and. uh, I hope you guys really like it. I hope you guys really like the interview. We haven't done an interview in a long time. And I want to have more... I don't want to have an interview every episode. But every couple episodes, I think it would be really nice to toss some stuff in here. And I hope you guys enjoy it. I know I had a really nice, good time with Mr. Chaz. And, uh... Yeah. But That's uh, it?
2: There's no phone call?
0: No, we don't have any phone calls. Why did you make a phone call?
2: No. I didn't. No, I didn't. It's just usually after... You're a really big bitch, somebody's listening, and you know they want to defend all the women's rights.
0: I don't know, let's see if they made a phone call. They didn't Wait a minute.
1: This is in the mail they you have yet to extend your warranty you. <laughs> called to renew
3: your warranty
0: oh we close. right okay <laughs> don't Don't forget to renew a warranty, baby alrighty guys uh, thank you so much check out his book <laughs> well because I'm like I, it's it's weird but yeah ha, let, let me read the let me give you the title one more time uh, Paranormal Expeditions Hunt for the Friendship A History of UFOs Nazis Psychedelics and an Expedition to the Edge of the World uh, you can follow him at Chaz of the Dead on Instagram so at C-H-A-Z of the Dead on Instagram and everywhere else and I hope you guys enjoy the interview, and I hope you guys enjoy the Millennial Book Club. But first, how about a fucking word from my sponsors? Is that right? Has this ever happened to you? Huh? Check out this link. Okay. Oh, this is a little naughty. Oh! 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 Oh, oh my God! What you thought was an innocent hardcore porn link turns out to be horrific fecal play or worse. The world wide web is filled with terrible content, near impossible to avoid. Witnessing this content can cause severe psychological damage. Remember is here to change that. Scientifically proven and tested, Remember brings you back through the content that damaged your mind. Altering key components, virtually rewriting your memory,
2: I was tricked into watching Mr. Hands one time only because I love horses so much, especially my horse Buster. I was so scarred from that video, I didn't even ride a horse or even look at Buster for months. But then I found Remember. Now my memory is the heroic tale of a horse giving its owner the highlight remover. Thank you, Remember.
0: If you are mentally and emotionally broken because of content your awful friends have sent, you can't unsee it, but you can remember it. A Popco brand.
3: Millennial Book Club
2: Millennial Book Club. Three, two, farts. Hi, I'm Megan.
0: I'm Sarah. This is Megan's Bitch Company. I said masturbate. This is... Shut up, bitch. (laughs) Uh, This is Megan's Bitch Company. I'm a total bitch. I'm also the CEO and founder of Megan's Bitch Company. Duh. Just a couple of bad bitches doing bitch stuff. That's right. Uh, bitches yeah, like get everything they want, always. So that's why I started this company. To help <laughs> all the non-bitches be bitches to get what they want. And just in time for the help they season. <laughs> we teach you everything you need to know about being petty. Being what? Petty. Petty. you heard right, I said stupid. <laughs> Not that you would know how anything about that being manipulative it's this went from like a bitch it's easy to do (laughs) if you're not stupid (laughs) but you're stupid so you can't do it if you're a simple nice girl get this no one likes you and we can fix that we will make you a bitch and you will get what you want with our training you will walk over every spineless man and be the queen of your friends group Wow, yeah, that's really awesome. And who cares if they talk shit behind your back? Just hire one of those dickless fools to slash their tires.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: your face. Log on to com and start having fun and get the gifts you truly want this holiday season.
2: I just really like that you went from like a petty bitchy girl to at the end just like Megan's deaf. I was like, what it sounded like. You know what I mean?
0: I'm. Just, I don't think. I think. Megan's, uh, would have some choice words for you. I don't think she's, I don't think she's. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Welcome to the millennial book club where we are just watching Netflix, Netflix originals, no books, no books involved. So please don't get scared. Don't run away. Stick around. Uh, last week we said we were watching the Christmas chronic two mm-hmm Oh, sorry the christmas chronicles Chronicles mm-hmm. two with mr john lippy himself huh yeah i forgot the guy's name what's his name kurt, kurt russell, russell? i'm gonna say kurt russell tucker peterson and goldie hahn goldie's hans not your best work how about you quit judging my jokes and you can tell me my jokes aren't funny but just not laughing that joke wasn't funny. Cool, thanks. You know how I knew? You didn't laugh. Man, are you like... Wow. You must looks be... looks like
2: Megan's bitch company is really working for you. Yeah.
0: It feels like you're the vice president. No. Nah. Christie's... Are you going to break off and start your own company? Chris, Christie's cunt works? That's actually pretty good. <laughs> Christie's cunt does work.
2: I know that's right. Uh-huh.
0: The Christmas chronos... This whole time I'm just buying time so I can... I you know. Christie's.
2: That's why it wasn't your best work. I mean, I'm sorry.
0: All my work is my best work.
2: Is that silent enough?
0: No. Uh, two. There we go. And uh, Christmas Chronicles two. Teenager Kate Pierce is reunited with Santa Claus when a troublemaker threatens to cancel Christmas. For Bellsnickel. Forever. And if you ruin one more thing, it'll be the 10th thing. To, it'll be the 10th. <laughs> That'll be it. Where, where's our, like, uh, morning radio? <laughs> uh Netflix, it's rated 6 out of 10 on Netflix right now. It's 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. And IndieWire gave it a whopping 1.5 out of 5. How do you feel?
2: About the 1.5 out of 5?
0: Nah. About the movie. How, don't, um, don't worry about those schmucks. Any of those schmucks. I mean, Tell me how you I felt. I
2: get... Where someone's coming with a one point five out of five, I just well, love the Christmas Chronicles so much that it didn't matter. I still you were just loved happy. number two. Yeah, yeah but I did that thing that every movie does, where they make a sequel to it or whatever, and then you're they they take. You know, the first one's obviously about them, like, discovering Santa and him being real and yeah putting belief back. And then this one, they just took all the fucking elves and all... They take, like, the craziest parts of the first movie and make it the
0: entire second one. So, yeah. like,
2: that heartfelt storyline isn't even there anyway.
0: I think... Um yeah so there's the heartfelt boohoo of chronicles but is.
2: yeah but i'm in part of the dead dad club so like i really yeah well they I touched love on that those. shit well yeah but that's like the boohoo about it right which so, was, was the boohoo about the first
0: that's one a, too so here here uh first of all um there's not even yeah common sense media that's like not even the same ranking system they gave it a three out of five 67 on rotten tomatoes and 7.1 out of 10 on imdb and that was for the first one that's, that's just the, cause that's it's because it's
2: only because they made this whole thing about the elves it was so much elf and so much I don't craziness think it was so much about the elf at all well no there was just so much elves in it well yeah because it that's wasn't like, like the first one
0: so here's how like you you connect with the first movie because it's you know i'm on that, that club no and, i just that's well, how i connect to the movie. can i finish a goddamn silence this 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 megan careful what you wish for megan take it away isaiah Bitch company is really working out for me you know, sometimes we feel like it's okay just to say whatever you want to say, but you mask it with a funny voice. And that's true, you can do that. <laughs> anyway, so you connect with the first one, right? Because it's a time in this girl's life, all this stuff like just happened, and it's like, but do you want to keep reliving the same part of your life over and over again? Like, So that movie, it's her at that age, but then the next step in that evolution of a girl, like or anybody losing their family is like then growing up and coping with it. And the parent, the the living parent is then going to try to get with somebody else. So then it's like that. Okay. So what's the next obstacle in that person's life? And that's what they, they went over. That's what this one was. So it's like, they can't just keep cranking out the same movie with this girl sobbing about, you know, boo hoo from like the first one, you know, they're, they're, they're like, it's this girl. And, and, each you know she's a little older this is her the next stage this is the next thing she has to go go through now your turn
1: oh thank you see sir. how when a
0: thoughts see how when like a thought's finished see how i started to
2: say a couple words and then you just ah, there wasn't going. anything oh, there did it again
0: see there's nothing there
2: <laughs> no i wasn't talking about the boohoo and that's what i liked right. about it you said there's a boohoo in it and i said yeah but i'm part of the Dad dad club so like that's why I like the boohoo part of it I don't that's not like what I like about the movie and I don't feel like that was the whole premise of the first movie
0: I was just saying I feel like you're being really mean right now they did
2: that thing (laughs) where you have a movie and -hmm. everybody loves it and then they make the sequel it's like the hangover and then the hangover 2 hangover 2 is still good but it's just so blown up and so much crazier so it's never as good so that's all I was saying is they did that thing where they made a sequel blew it up made it a little crazier right so it wasn't as good, but the people that are, like, fans still love it.
0: I mean...
2: And I don't really give a shit about, like, the coming-of-age issues right. part of it. Well,
0: at all. I mean, but the, that's, like, what the storyline is to, like, base around. But I feel like... I mean, Rotten Tomatoes gave the second one a better rating than the first one by three whole percent. So they say it's better. I've, I've always been somebody who's, like not on board with the whole sequel thing is trash thing just because people's enjoyment and love for something is so much attached to the moment that they saw it not the movie itself like yes it's a good movie it's a very fun movie but it's attached to like the night they watched it the feeling they were in the mood they were in and then when you approach the second one you're like better be as good as that first one and you watch it through these eyes of like is it as good it's not the first one and i'm not talking about just you it's like and I think so many second movies get a shit rap, but like, if they made the first one just like this, it would be too this. much. It would be way too much. But what happened is they made the first one to introduce you. They they gave a little bit of magic, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But then they gave you this second one, and they were like, okay, now that you're comfortable with Santa being like a this fucking wizard, and you're comfortable with these little elves. Let's let's put you deeper into the universe, like deeper into the world. And like the whole time I was thinking about, like watching it and thinking about that, I'm like, this is like really cool because now they can continue to crank these out like every couple of years, like Chris, Christmas Chronicles 4 because there's so many characters involved now and there's so many intricate things. And it's cool because it's also like mythical. It's like, it's not just fat man coming down a chimney. Like there's, he's like a superhero. He's like this omnipotent fucking like God kind of thing. And it's like, it's 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 like I want an action figure of Santa now, you know. Now what do what are your thoughts? What are, what are your,
2: I really oh, don't. I your, don't like this form of dialogue. What are your where like you talk for two minutes and then I
0: pause and I talk. I like to. We can do that. Go one two three go. My no, mouth it's okay. Is cottoned.
2: Um. No, I agree. And I'm definitely not like a sequel is trash person. I just think it's a common thing that happens. They really <laughs> crank up the crazy. Yeah. So the first one is just more beloved. That's yeah, all. Yeah. And it it touches a on, good word, yeah. it touches on like the basic story of Christmas and people believing in it. So it's just like the best ever. And the second one just gets a little bit crazier. I still very much love it. I don't like trash the sequels, you know, but like Indiana Jones can have like a bunch of movies and all of them are awesome, you know. You're not like that one was fucking stupid and crazy.
0: Yeah, I love every so Indiana like, Jones movie.
2: I it wasn't. I really liked that they put a lot more of Goldie Hawn in it. Mm-hmm. I love that they do the old school magical Santa and he gives you that warm fuzzy. It's just I think he's the giving best you Christmas. something different. Yeah, you. Kurt Russell's like I said that in the first <laughs> one. He's like one of my favorite Santas because oh, he's for real. Sure. He doesn't look like a Coke can Santa. It's not fucking Tim Allen. It's right. he's my favorite. He's a good Santa. Santa
0: you're right. And
2: I, agree. I was concerned that Goldie Hawn wasn't going to be the best Mrs. Claus, but I just love her so much. Any, I just I love great... these fucking movies. Yeah, and I do think they're obviously you know like you can watch Elf and everybody enjoys it. These are definitely kids' movies, but I love I them. Know. They're I like think, a yeah. classic.
0: And I think I think my mom and I was always kind of how I base it because she's like older and I'm always mm-hmm. I'm like in tune with the kind of she, she's very like in a very specific age group of like people that watch certain things and I know she watched the first one and she enjoyed it and I think she would probably watch the entirety of the second one but like the thing that would get her there is obviously Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. they weren't in it, she wouldn't even give it the time of day. But because they're in it, she'd like, I'll sit down. They're fun to watch. That was kind of silly, but, you know.
2: Yeah, they just took it a, a little sillier, which yeah. I didn't mind. I'm not like bashing it by any means. Mm-hmm. It's just um I just feel like that happens a lot. Yeah. It always gets cranks up
0: the crazy. It does. It does. And I, and and half the time it's a money grab like with a lot of movies that's why a lot of them like that's kind of where it came from is like you make one movie and it's a fucking awesome yeah and then all the executives and anything like come on let's fucking crank another one out and the the second one like the writer probably worked his ass off and like was inspired how this all stuff to create the first one the second one he's not going to turn down that fat check and he's got to write it in like a year so it's always yeah. shit right but like there's the second the other sequel thing it's and it's slowly wading into the waters of the world that they're trying to create. Like we wrote this first movie and it's not so crazy. We're giving you those, like kind of like I said earlier, we're giving you these tastes, but now with the second one, now you're a little deeper and a little like, now you're more comfortable like coming further into this, this crazy world that we're trying to build.
2: Yeah. Cause you're either going to take <clears throat> the baseline story and apply it to a new set of characters, right? or you're going to take the original story and and go the next the yeah. next route i mean i i could think of other things that they could do with it you know mm-hmm. i'm not like going super crazy critical analytical yeah all i know is i mean i don't know they just cranked up the crazy it was a little much there were parts of her i'm like this is fucking lame yeah they're like parts i love it so like much cheesy yeah it was yeah, just i
0: love that i kind of love the cheesy too though i'm like <laughs> i kind of like it
2: yeah i just i just love I think there's so many new Christmas movies and everybody has the same handful of staple classic Christmas movies and I don't think there's been a new one that's come out where I'm like this is a fucking classic and this is a new staple and I felt that way about the first Christmas Chronicles and I just love it so much.
0: Yeah and I really think it's going to be something as long as these two can can walk and act they're going to keep cranking them out and we'll see the little girl grow up and she'll probably have kids and because the even the name of the movie, Christmas Chronicles, it means there's these multiple chronicling yeah. stories about fucking Santa. And so even like the books that they have lined up and she's like, Let me tell you a story. She pulls out the Christmas Chronicles, like each one of these movies is now a like one of those books that she yeah. has in her thing. So it's like these can go on forever, forever. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah.
2: I didn't um the little black kid wasn't my favorite. Why
0: not? He was I really so liked his cheesy. Art. Well, I mean, there's a lot of money in this movie and they had a vision and I guarantee they had a choice from like a lot of people. And so however they wrote it, I feel like that kid, that that's a, he acted exactly how they wanted him to act like this. The, we, we need a dweeby little kind of, and I mean, it is, it's like a caricature of a person really, but they have to like turn it up in the beginning in a very short period of time to make his arc make sense of becoming a brave person. I mean he's like how do they how it's in that short period of time when they're still in mexico do you show that this kid's like allergic to everything in dweeby unless you like force it into like force it into the story and and like make him say well i'm afraid of this then i have all these like that's the beginning of all these movies it's like anytime they introduce a new character it's like they they actively tell you their entire character instead of them just acting and you learn their character. Some of the first lines, and all Netflix movies, all Netflix movies and shows do that because we're in a world now where people put something on for five seconds and if they don't know what's going on immediately, they're like, next. So like if you watch a, um, just any Netflix original show, the first couple of seconds, each character verbally tells you who they are. They go like, somebody will ask them a question. And they'll be like, "Well, you know, my dad died, and I, I don't like snakes. You know, things like that." Yeah,
2: it's was like, that <clears throat> is that who I am? I
0: just uh, no, no. Interesting. No, not at all. But you know, and it's once you know that that's what's going on, you can't not see it, and it's it kind of stinks because like then you, it's like it's like lifting the curtain and seeing behind. It's like now I can't. I mean, not yeah, see all
2: their, and I think. All the kids are, are pretty cheesy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I just you know that was that was my only qualm yeah. was i didn't I didn't really like him in that part because you're racist.
0: we get it. maybe if he was Asian, it would have been better.
2: no, if it was a good one
0: a white kid <laughs> I thought it was great, and I loved. <laughs> That, um, the Christmas, Let's let's look at the cash real quick, okay? And now, another word from our sponsors.
1: I'm Nurse Ratched and my favorite is Bologna. My other favorite is staying healthy. In these trying and uncertain times, we must remember to protect one another and wear our masks. We know this can be hard, as the masks make it difficult to breathe. And that's why PopCo has done what they can to ease the suffering of wearing a mask with the sweet and delicious scent of bologna. The latest in extruded meat scent technology, your bologna mask is guaranteed to smell just like your favorite food. Protect yourself and others, and be comforted by the wholesome scent of bologna with a bologna mask from Papco.
0: what would you rate it by the way
2: must watch must
0: watch must watch all right so
2: i'm not wrong about that are you um, sure do you know yeah yeah i do I you want to tell me what you think that
0: I would say as far as a Christmas movie, if you're looking, if now's the season and you're, you're putting on Christmas movies while you're waiting until the a Christmas Story Marathon on Christmas Day.
2: Or um, the Christmas Vacation.
0: Uh, look, Christy, there's a reason why.
2: Everybody loves Christmas Vacation.
0: Yeah. Then why isn't it on 24 hours a day? It probably is. It's not. Yeah. It's on all the time. You understand that TBS literally puts on a Christmas Story over and over again for 24 hours. That's because it's the it's best. A,
2: it's a really great classic. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's one. It's one of the best. It is the best. It's one of the best. Period. So why? Christmas vacation's up. Okay, right?
0: so what's the second movie they play for twenty four hours a day? You know we're recording, right? Mm hmm. So why are you texting?
2: I'm googling.
0: Oh. I'm fucking googling. Oh. oh. Wow. Christie's googling everybody. Let's just fucking wait. I guess. <laughs> Anyway, uh, what's and Mr. Tyrese Gibson?
2: Oh my God, I forgot to bring that up. Fucking Tyrese. Fucking
0: Tyrese Gibson. I hate when they put if he's not an ex-convict, fucking drag racing Subarus, he's out here banging widowed white women.
2: I know his characters. I also hate when they put someone in there like that. I'm like, oh my God, it's fucking Tyrese who. Like thirteen-year-old me used to like lick posters of him in my sister's room. Tyrese is just Jesus oh my god! Christ. I could still sing so many Tyrese songs.
0: Oh, he's a musician.
2: Are you serious? Uh, clearly. Oh yeah, no, that's what I was just gonna say. I'm like, when I first saw him introduce I'm like, okay, where in the movie is he gonna do his
0: singing part? The very, very. They very always
2: end. put when they put anybody that's a an artist, a, a musical artist in a movie, it's like, when's your fucking when you so well go? Ahead. The thing is,
0: the only way, yeah, well, he didn't sing in in any of the and Fast Baby and Boy? He didn't sing in any of the Fast and Furious movies. Did you see Baby movies. Boy? No. He, all those movies he was in. I never saw so him So you sing. only know
2: Fast and the Furious. That I, that's in. all I know him from. So is, all those movies is Fast and the Furious.
0: That's it. That's all I know him from. <laughs> I've never seen him in another movie. I've only seen him in Fast and Furious movies. Oh my God.
2: Just so you know, Christmas Vacation is played every single day in the month of December and sometimes multiple times a day. So, you know.
0: Yeah, what? On multiple different stations. I'm talking about, but what station is like, yo, fuck everything else. Put this on for twenty four hours mm-hmm. and let's just
2: Yeah, no, it's a it's a great movie. And Christmas Vacation's also really great.
0: Yeah, but it goes one, two. Christmas story, Christmas vacation. That's it. How about you guys write in roadsotomail at gmail and let me know who's right, please? Also, you can um call in 706-200-1213 and also let me know who's right
2: maybe we should take a break hear from our sponsors and come back to the latest show isaiah's right
0: wow i think you're right for once oh my god i hate you i think you're right for one time um anyway so of course i would say yeah definitely watch it this is the time of year um, when you've watched what all the other movies or they're not all, all the other movies just put it in your in your, in your queue yeah for sure um, it's a really fun movie next week though I'm a little excited about this because uh, obviously next week me- next week next week is is um not Christmas anymore
2: Mm-mm, it'd be like New Year's
0: you know? it's New Year's we're going into the new year so Um, let's, let's dig into something that's going to be real fun. Okay. Now, when I say that, I'm looking at Christie's face and I know in her eyes, she's going, oh shit. He either means that it's something I'm going to hate or something I'm going to like. And I think it's something you're going to like. Next week, we are watching right now at, it is number nine in the U S of A and It is The Ripper. I don't know what that is. In the late 1970s, British police struggled to identify, let alone capture, the serial killer known throughout the world as the Yorkshire Ripper. It's a docu-series. Oh, cool. See? Booyakasha! Well, it's, it, Yeah. It was either that, because um, obviously we can't do. Well, another... We used to
2: like talk about what we were gonna choose. And I think Didn't the last time. like six weeks, five or six weeks. It's you just lay it on me.
0: Actually, it hasn't been the five or six weeks. I mean, maybe there was four. Just three. Just uh, this is this will be the third because I just chose the uh, Jingle Jangle uh-huh. and I just chose the Christmas Chronicles, uh-huh. which are both movies. You would have chose before that. What was the one before that? The Sakara Tomb.
2: No, there's one in there
0: all right let's go let's go into the notes let's go into the notes we'll see so 167 was that was a jingle jangle Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so what was before jingle jangle do you guys remember oh shit, where is it oh it was um uh i'm thinking of ending things two which we chose that together we did it one back to back and the one before that also chose that one Ready? So where's where this? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start doing this with my whole life. So every time we get into one of these situations, let's, let's look at the <laughs> let's notes. Let's look
2: at the notes. Let's go back
0: to the notes, honey. Uh, Any hoots. So yeah, next week I'd show something. Again, cause I know, you're, I know what you're into. And when we're sitting here and I'm like, hey, let's choose next weeks. And you're you know already busy doing something on your phone. I, I can you know maximize our time. <laughs> because I know what you like and I know what you're into. And the only other thing I was going to choose was, ah, oh man, what was it? I had it up just now. It's the, the uh, We Are the Champions, which I kind of want to watch. What's up? Uh, we Are the Champions explore an array of unique competitions from the Corky to the Bazaar and meet their passionate communities in this docu-series. So each episode is like some kind of different, Weird oh, I would totally watch that. Yeah. So the first one is cheese rolling, right? Sign and, and then up. and then it interviews all the people. I don't know like, what it is, but I live up. for fucking cheese rolling. Okay. <laughs> Dude, yes. I've trained all year. Uh, chili eating is the second one. I really like this. Do you want to do that one instead of the murder one?
2: I want to do them both, so it doesn't matter.
0: Well, you got to make a decision now. Which one you want to do first?
2: Have you ever asked me to make a decision before?
0: <clears throat> See, and you're wanting me to discuss with you. <laughs> You can't win. You've been really focusing on the uh, Megan's bitch thing with her. No,
2: you're just being a bitch.
0: No, that's you're. You're, you're like you need to put me in on. And when when are you gonna ask me? That I have you ever I, asked
2: me for my Session before? Ha 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 It's like you can't win. There's I'm, nothing you could do. That's not what I said in the
0: beginning. Yeah, you're like oh yeah, thanks for consulting me. <laughs> and then I'm like. So which one do you wanna do? And you're like, I can't make a decision, you stupid. What are you, dumb? Anyway, so yeah, let's stick with the uh, Murder Murder and watch The Ripper next week. Please, and please and thank you. uh, Write in, let us know what you think about the Millennial Book Club. Uh, What did you think about The Christmas Chronicles? And what do you think about The Ripper? Go ahead and watch it and write in so we can talk about it on the show right into roadSodamail at gmail.com or call and leave a message on the machine it goes right to voicemail you just leave a message and then we play it on the show 706-200-1213 and that's that watch the ripper hi my name is isaiah cooper and like many unfortunate people I suffer from asshole sweat and that's why I could not be happier to present our newest sponsor Thompson's Tushy Rolls. My days of sprinting through the office to the bathroom before someone sees my sweat spot are over. With Thompson's Tushy Rolls I'm a more confident me. I no longer fear being in public even in the worst of times knowing that I've got a Thompson's with me. Thompson's design fits snugly in place in anyone's ass wicking moisture and holding it so that you don't have an embarrassing bleed through. Nothing is worse than someone pointing out that your butt is wet. So do yourself a favor and buy Thompson's Tushy Rolls. Thompson's Tushy Rolls. We have your crack. Okay. With us is a very special guest uh it's my first time meeting you as well which is really really awesome um especially because of how this whole thing like or or how I heard about your book and about you um but I'm sure at some point earlier in the show we'll uh I'll like explain that before the interview but
4: um Mr. Chaz Pilkley pick pick Pilkey. Pilkey. <laughs> no worries. <I'm> <laughs> no worries. You and every substitute teacher ever. The no worst. The <laughs> worst. <laughs> it happens.
0: That, uh, so, look, you, okay, I gotta say, it, it was pretty crazy. So, you're, you're a fan of Mysterious Universe. Mm-hmm. I'm a stand- fan of Mysterious Universe. And I think anybody who is a fan, if they listen to Road Soda, they would mm-hmm. definitely be, be able to pick out, this like, some similarities, especially in, like, mm-hmm. a, a structure kind of thing because it's an awesome show, and I listen to it all the time. I'm listening to it, and they're reviewing this this book, and it is uh, Paranormal Expeditions, right? Mm-hmm. Hunt for the Friendship, and then there's, uh, what is this, UFO, stories about UFOs, and...
4: A, a story of UFOs, Nazis, psychedelics, and an expedition to the edge of the world.
0: Sweet. And I'm, I'm uh, I feel like that's really rude of me to butcher the...
4: the here... <laughs> no worries. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long title, so, <laughs> it's a subtitle.
0: I I got so many questions. So yeah, they were on. I was listening to it, and you know, at one point they mentioned they were like, yeah. And the author of the book, you know, felt uh, this. Uh, there was a synchronicity because he knew someone in in Sarasota who had mm-hmm. an encounter with the friendship. And then uh, I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. And then they're like, because also the author's from Sarasota. I was like, <laughs> no effing way. So just I don't before we. I guess like get into the the book and everything. Are you you were born here in Sarasota?
4: Um I was actually born in Maryland and um my I moved down here before I turned 2. Okay. Uh so technically I wasn't born here, but I've grown up here. All my memories of, yeah. of life, early life are from here. Um, Did so you... I like to think I'm a Floridian. I think you are. <laughs> I think
0: you you you're, I I'm like, I'm kind of similar like I was I moved here relatively young and it's like mm-hmm. i think we're, we're we pass yeah
4: right? yeah my mom's from here too so I in, pass. inherited some you <laughs> passed. uh did
0: you did, did you where'd you graduate from like which high school
4: um sarasota high school mm-hmm. okay i was uh on the football team wrestling really? team yeah
0: and the yeah. wrestling team too yep hell yeah dude wait so how at what point in your life were you like i'm into paranormal stuff like what what
4: um, that was actually pretty, pretty early on. Um, fairly young, I had a, an odd encounter. Okay. Um, uh, we had just installed bunk beds in our childhood room, um, and we just built like a, a bed on top of the bed that was there. Um, so my older brother went from that bottom bed to the top bed, because he's the oldest, mm-hmm. and I got that bottom bunk. And I'm sleeping there. It must have been about a week into this change. And one night, I fell out of bed. And looking back at me from underneath the bed is like a pair of red eyes. Really? Like, almost like a Halloween graphic. Like, just like kind of a cartoonish, glowing red eyes. Um, and you know, being eight or nine, or however old I was, I hopped back in bed, put the blanket over my head, because that's your that I do I do that now. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's safety. Right. And um, I waited till morning. Uh, and in the morning, being, you know, a kid, but still pretty skeptical, I started cleaning out underneath the bed, Right. looking for any kind of like toy or something that could have made a light, right? Uh, anything to explain what I saw. And my brother, who was walking down the steps from the top bunk, looks at what I'm doing and says to me, without me prompting, without me saying anything, uh, did you see the red eyes too? Uh, because he had had that experience while sleeping in that bed.
0: Ooh, I just got chills.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was bizarre. Um, and kind of since that moment, I was, like, fascinated. And it, strangely enough, had the opposite effect on my older brother. Right. Um, he became pretty, you know, scientific. He's a scientist now. He's a chemist. Okay. Um, uh, Is he older? Older. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And, um, you know after that he kind of became like an atheist for a while um he's lightened up on all those those you know beliefs now but right. uh it had opposite initial reactions but ever since then i've been interested in anything that you know goes bump in the night because right it's real it, you know right. I, that was the moment where i was like huh that's not just in movies like that yeah. actually happens.
0: like you I saw something and it was validated. Mm-hmm. like those two things together I right. think could, could easily yeah
4: and you know even the the skeptical explanation that it was just a you know a shared hallucinate hallucinization that in itself is something paranormal because that right. doesn't happen every day exactly. you know, that's not something that's normal and we don't understand how it happened. so I just you know left me with so many questions and um, I'm still looking for answers today. <laughs> I think uh,
0: there's there's a lot of there's a lot of questions, a lot of answers to be. I don't know if we'll ever get these answers, man. Yeah,
4: <laughs> <know> we <laughs> well, answers. I'm trying. We're I'm good. looking. <laughs> but it, it's
0: um, uh, have you? Did anyone else on any other podcast ask you that?
4: Um, yeah, I think um, I've told that story a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. All right.
0: <laughs> All right. What's your, what's your favorite kind of dog? Did they ask you that?
4: <laughs> no, that's the first time I've been asked that. Um, I like mutts. I'm a big fan of mutts. Good man. Mm-hmm. Good man. Rescue your dogs. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Adopt, don't shop. <laughs> that's
0: right. Uh, so, and then at what point, was writing a book like something you were, because you're like, you're relatively young to write a book, you know?
4: Uh, well, the book actually kind of came as an afterthought. I first released kind of the, the first, you know, form of this research in a podcast, and it was a short kind of like one-off five episodes, little documentary series into this, uh, this case. Um, and I, you know, it got some moderate success. People listen to it, um, but unless you're doing something more continuous, the, yeah. the podcast stuff doesn't really. Yeah. It, you got to be every week. That's. You it's know, like a whisper of, in the wind, man. Right. Yeah. But it had a, a blip, and people, you know, a few thousand people liked it, and then. Whew. Right. Um, so I was kind of left with all these, you know, scripts and research and a lot of stuff that didn't make it into the show, and you know, I had to condense my own research and investigation and i thought well why not just type it out you know i looked at what i had and i was like that's almost a book anyways wow Uh,
0: so you went like hard in the paint with the podcast like you did a bunch of research
4: well i thought i did i started getting into it and really ended up doubling what i had by the time um uh, what i had at the podcast the book uh became at least double of of what that was so Uh, I thought it was a lot until I really started writing a book (laughs) and I, I learned a lot.
0: (laughs) So what kept motivating you to write a book? Like you just,
4: um, it was probably, you know, listening to shows like mysterious universe and hearing research like that. And, um, you know, I, I love reading books. Um, like the one I wrote, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I like anything paranormal uh, related to consciousness. Um, those kinds of topics. And I thought, you know, I, I, I can contribute a little bit back, um, especially when it came to this case because, uh, it hadn't really made it into the, um, English speaking world. Right. Right. Uh, You know, mysterious universe did a couple articles on their site and talked about it a couple times, but that was it. Um, I haven't heard anyone else really, uh, cover the case before that or since then, um, and when I heard about it, it was one that really, really stuck with me. I thought it represented um, a lot of the angles that yeah. this kind of phenomenon uh, entails. so I right. thought it was something worth uh worthwhile and worth the dedication and time
0: yeah, because it's it really isn't a one dimensional thing you know mm-hmm. with and and it's not just seeing something in the sky or it's not just having something come into your bedroom like there's mm-hmm. there's a bunch of stuff going on and um isn't there? Wasn't there a very similar case in Italy as well? Or was uh, it Justin? I always thought there was a friendship case in Italy as well as in South America.
4: Yeah, there was. Um, so that friendship group um, wasn't entirely. They they shared the name, um, right. and this one was more of uh, kind of like. If I'm remembering correctly, a little post-Renaissance, but like a breakaway kind of civilization thing. Right, right. Um, And there's an idea that it might um, actually carry on. Uh, It might be the same group, Um, but it it doesn't quite match up because uh, those that the Italian group, they seem to be, you know, people, other Italians and things. Right. Um, where the friendship group, they have the more similarities to, you know, Palladians. Okay. These tall, blonde aliens people claim to talk about. Um, that, you know, people in uh, the U.S. in the 50s and the 60s, these contactees, mm-hmm. um, were talking to these type of aliens that look human, but they say we're from Venus or we're from Mars or from Pleiadius or wherever. Um, and this is, that's more reminiscent of of this group um, because they're definitely claiming to be um, extraterrestrials, but they are, and while they look human overall, there's some strangeness about them. Right. Right. They're all tall, blonde, you know, light colored eyes, the same description that these aliens are typically given. Um, They all wear these, you know, jumpsuits and weird things. Um, one of the stranger details, I find, is they're all roughly the same age. They're all right. middle-aged. Um, so, you know, when it comes to the idea they, they it's a human group, you'd expect to see younger people, older people, you know. Right, right. It's weird to have them all in the same age group. Um, and, of course, there's... Yeah, there's r- never
0: an old Pleiadian.
4: Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems it seems weird. <sighs> you know, maybe their health is way better or maybe they just kill the ugly ones (laughs) hey whatever works (laughs) yeah it's questionable (laughs) questionable I mean I don't
0: say I'm not saying it's a good thing but uh, if that's what's working for these guys that's just you know because the road soda listeners I Mm -hmm. would say uh, in general might be a little uh, more paranoid paranormally inept than like some of the other uh, podcasts you've been on can you give like a just like a brief synopsis of what the friendship case is
4: yeah of course um so the friendship um where this group based out of southern chile in patagonia um and they they fit the description i just gave you know the tall blonde um and they radiate hot, hot. <laughs> yeah sexy for the right. most part <laughs> sexy um, aliens none of, those, none of that great <laughs> no it is all the reports are like even the dudes are like oof That guy's hot. (laughs) You know, like they're they're that hot. Um, And they radiate this strange energy. um, And they seem to be in contact with technology uh, that's more advanced than ours. Um, And this case was really started in the 1980s through several contacts of um, people living around the area in Patagonia. One person in particular, Ernesto de la Fuente, um, he got cured of, like, a lung cancer. Right. And that's actually debated whether it was lung cancer or a lesser ailment. But it does look like he was cured of something. Right,
0: because there was, like, medical documents showing that mm-hmm. he had it, whatever it was, and then...
4: Yeah, know. he had, like, a cyst or something. It could right. have been a tumor. No one really is able to confirm what, what uh, exactly it was. Uh, but he presented evidence to to show that that he was healed by this group um, His story went on to claim some some wild stuff you know with hauntings and psychic dolphins and right. he's a character that pops up um, uh, a lot in this case and mm. a lot of in a lot of times under dubious circumstances <laughs> um, Dubious. <laughs> but uh, if uh Luckily, there's a lot of other witnesses to the case as well. A lot of other people have had these interactions, you know, one-off bizarre encounters with with these uh, yeah. people.
0: I mean, I've because no, I mean, I've never been to Chile, but I don't think they're tall and blonde and, and, and <laughs> they're not <and> fair skinned. <laughs> I don't think so. It is, yeah, that'd be pretty <laughs> memorable if you're some, you know, like farmer or, mm-hmm. or dude slinging merch. Merchant stuff at the merchant place, (laughs) yeah. And you see some guy come up who's like got a skin tight silver suit and sweet long flowing flowing blonde hair. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You remember it,
4: right? Yeah, Um, it's definitely it's definitely an odd thing, Um, you know, an out of place kind of a. Uh, encounter. Uh, they also seem to be masters of several languages and different sciences. You know, just overall, you know, super... Just overall
0: better than us. Yeah, right. it's, it's kind of <laughs>
4: what the, the, the stories usually lend to. It's just a better version of, of humans, essentially. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, but uh, they claim that you know, they're here to help and they're right. they're doing these kinds of things. But when you look into the stories and the research, they're pretty neutral. It seems they're willing to help and hurt equally. Yeah. Um, They kind of just, you know, pick and choose whichever suits them. Uh, It kind of appears to be a front a lot of the times, this peace and love and light. Um, So their true purpose is, you know, unknown. And of course, there's the other explanation that comes up a lot in this case, is that it's secretly a Nazi group right that you know this is a nazi submarine base and these are nazi scientists ss officers which is why they're all tall and blonde and have light colored eyes (laughs) which um is an interesting theory there's a lot to fit with it and then again there's a lot that doesn't fit with it um but that's you know a lot of the times the case when it comes to the paranormal right uh, you can come up with human explanations for almost every case. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is, a lot of times, though, the human explanations are uh, as crazy as, you know, some of the other, other theories. Right.
0: They're almost, yeah, some of those explanations are, like, just as unlikely, Mm-mm. like you said, and just as out there. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying with your story, the shared hallucination, it's just, it's just as crazy as, as a lot of this.
4: Yeah, as it being some kind of little gremlin or whatever. Right yeah um equally fascinating possibilities
0: I'm thinking about it isn't a shared like if it's a shared hallucination, doesn't that just make it real?
4: Uh, the question that really comes down to the number of people right um and that's really the the case in a lot of these uh, UFO situations. A lot of the most famous cases are like when they land at a schoolhouse, and there's like 150 people who see it, right? Um, Because we value, you know, the more if one person sees a UFO, okay, yeah, get out of here, whatever, crazy. (laughs) But when multiple see it, multiple people see it, um, or in the case of the the Navy Navy uh, UFO videos they released, um, that's an entire you know battle cruiser that witnessed that, and Tracked that and filmed Mm. it. Um, so those are the cases that, you know, we like and, you know, try to, to bend the minds of skeptics. Um, but then you also have the more individual cases that are intriguing. Mm -hmm. Um, in like the case of cattle mutilations. Yes. Or alien implants. Mm -hmm. People have things taken out of them, little strange metal objects. Um, you know, that there's some physical evidence that, that happens with uh, the phenomenon. Um, and that's you know what we're looking for (laughs) yeah because that's i mean
0: that's the kind of stuff that's going to get more people you know looking Mm at it. Is the stories are as good as they are and as numerous as they are they're they're intangible and that's not what yeah that's not what people people need to as they as they, they say they need the the mothership to land on the white house lawn and Right. did you see the thing that came out just a couple days ago with the Israeli uh, space? yes
4: <laughs> yeah I was reading about that today yeah. um, that they they may already be among us um, and this actually is a perfect example of uh, where both truths are kind of crazy right so there's the truth is if the what he's saying is flat out true yeah. right well bam we've he's admitting the governments have been in, interacting with alien intelligence Mm -hmm. for for a long time yeah um or and this is kind of and this sits at the back of my mind when it comes to those navy videos and all that or is this all just like a counter intelligence (laughs) operation we want china to spend however much time and money spinning the wheels and ufo research and iran and all of them to waste their time and efforts looking into UFOs, right. which would be a pretty crazy conspiracy in the scope yeah. of it, just if the, you consider it.
0: Just, yeah, just the, the sheer idea of that making sense or working. It's crazy.
4: <laughs> well, yeah, well, it's the kind of idea of uh, the war of the worlds, um, you know, and everyone got panicked when they heard the radio broadcast. Um, there's a, a lady who wrote a book um I can't remember her name, but she wrote a, a theory that... Mary Shelley. <laughs> <laughs> well, that along exciting. the lines. <laughs> um, she wrote a book that um, Roswell was actually uh, Stalin trying to create a War of the Worlds type panic. And that he filled the ship with a bunch of little frankensteins <laughs> no with a bunch of little melon like, nice, nice. head kids and more <laughs> orphans and he like crashed this ufo shaped plane into the u.s to try to like cause a, a panic and that's her theory which is crazy yeah. <laughs> but like also I, I you know i suppose it's possible right. it's as possible as you know an actual ufo crashing you know we there are you know cold weird cold war tactics there are melon head orphans that you
0: could (laughs) put them on the same
4: spot yeah like it's not it's not impossible you know it's not necessarily even more impossible or more likely than a a traditional explanation which is really interesting i
0: think that i almost think it's more interesting yeah that's that's lunacy like
4: the lengths that we'll go to
0: right um, Stalin's like I got a great idea Yeah
4: so <laughs> but if that story is true Then it's not impossible to imagine That the U.S. is doing something similar now With right. maybe holograms or whatever yeah. Or maybe a lot of these cases are something like that And again that sounds crazy But in the scope of statistics and that kind of thing right. Holograms exist statistically right. proven Yeah. You know, exactly. the actual aliens being here Hasn't yet to be statistically, empirically proven. So it's it's something to consider.
0: It is. Heavily, I think. And it's like... But I mean, if it is a counterintelligence, like, what is the counterintelligence for just to make them waste their money? Like, make other countries waste their money on... Yeah, but then you're, you're, research. But then you're also wasting money on a program to to make fake stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Which there's just,
4: <laughs> doesn't make any sense. There's an accountant there. Right. Well, with our military budget, they gotta just waste dollars so but they can the, get like the theater <laughs> fee. Right? There's
0: the the fake movie set fee. Yeah.
4: At the end of every quarter or financial quarter, the at the military bases they have target practices because they gotta get rid of the ammunition. They gotta, yeah, so <laughs> they can get rid of the fresh ammunition exactly. Maybe they're just getting rid of budget money. Just getting rid of budget <laughs> money.
0: We were going to get a Margaritaville margarita machine, but uh, <laughs> instead we're going to make it seem like aliens exist with this, <laughs> yeah,
4: with well, this fucking video. <laughs> they had a couple extra trillion dollars lying around. Might Jesus. as well.
0: <laughs> I like to, I mean, do you, you heard on the uh, MU not mm-hmm. too long ago when when they did that, uh, Benjamin read that book, Hunt for the Zero Point. Mm-hmm. Which was fascinating. That yeah. was like, I mean, in the past, like year I, I think about that often. Was that guy that did all the research mm-hmm. um, on Nikola Tesla's inventions right. and like some of these, some of these people that are are have these weird patents and weird weird ideas and people witnessing these machines like mm-hmm. functioning and working. I mean, if any of there, if there's any truth to any of that, I mean, it's there's reason to believe that maybe those. Uh, those a lot of sightings are things that we were piloting
4: right. I mean, well, that uh, you know that we have. Um, I, I actually tend to to not think that. I actually think yeah. that I love the the hunt for zero point. um, and I think the idea about this this kind of energy um, is kind of pretty close to spot on. Um, I think that. Uh, And this is, you know, posited by Einstein and people way smarter than me um, that, you know, our current understanding is nothing could could travel uh, faster than light. Mm -hmm. Um, And the, the belief is the closer you do travel to the speed of light. Um, the sh- shorter objects become, and the quicker time moves. Right. That's the uh, analogy we see in Star Trek. Right. They fold the paper. He's gone. Punch it black. through. Right. That's they Warp that's speed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ludicrous speed. Right. 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 <laughs> um, that's that idea. Um, but what's what's ignored in that idea is that uh, Einstein stated those are altered for the observer. Right. Right. And so if these crafts are using zero point energy, essentially existing in their own Mm -hmm. gravitational field, Mm -hmm. capable of these light speed um, uh, maneuvers, then their existence would also have independent space and time. Uh, And my research posits what what would that look like to human beings? What does something that's Existing in an independent space and time, uh, and my research posits that looks like a psychedelic drug trip. Right. Um, <laughs> that comes from some personal experiences, um, but the the things you often hear about UFOs, you know, the the missing time mm-hmm. where someone, you know, walks off for fifteen minutes, but they come back with five days worth of beard growth. Right. And their watch is five days forward. Right. Uh, which is a case in the book. Um, or the, the opposite happens where, um, they're gone for days. This is the case of Travis Walton, Fire in the Sky, if Mm -hmm. you've ever seen the movie. Um, he was gone for, for almost a week. Um, but he only came back with a couple hours worth of memories. Um, I've had, you know, similar experiences when you, when you take a bunch of drugs, you know, if you're on some psychedelics, um, I've had the, uh, the Travis Walton one where I thought I was doing something for 10 minutes and I look up and it's been three hours. Yeah. Um, but I, I know plenty of people who've had the reverse where they, you know, went away for years. It felt like before they came back to their body. Um, and of course it's only been an hour or so in, in our world. Right. Um, so I think these, these crafts are working on a, um, as kind of zero point energy, and that that's the reason there's so much high strangeness and uh, these reports always sound so weird and bizarre when right. people are aboard the craft is for most people it's their first time having a psychedelic experience first mm-hmm. off right and their minds just trying to comprehend what's going on right and that's why you see a lot of shape-shifting entities and stuff is because when you're when you're tripping, you can see a whole person's face rearranged. Right. It's all things that, that experienced drug users would be a little more familiar with. Um, and I found um, a good amount of cases um, and some of my own research that's led me to believe you can potentially view these crafts and these other worlds um, by, you know, focused meditation and a use of a little bit of psychedelics mm-hmm. um which i tried several times in my book uh with mixed results
0: right. <laughs> it's like it put it'll put you in the right mind space but then you also might not find yourself in the right physical space like right um like you might have wandered off or something and and now another word from our sponsors ghost toast we sell haunted shit my grandfather had a dream when he started Ghost Host to finally have a place where people can get good quality things with ghosts in them. And today we continue that dream. Our patented objects possession ritual combines anything you want with your favorite ghosts. Toilet seats possessed with Grand Wizards, remote controls possessed with Stevie Wonder, and coming soon John Goodman, Neil Pert. In a bass guitar, why not? <laughs> Too soon? I don't want it to get anyone excited, but we may or may not be getting a certain basketball player in a scooter. Huh? Ghost host. come on down to Ghost Host today. We'll stuff a ghost in it. And you know you're in the right place when you hear a front door that sounds like Casey Kasem. Because it is. The, the, the front door is now Casey Kasem. That's not for sale. This is a booming ghost economy, kids. Mm. I don't know. I, what did you, how did you come to, was it the paranormal uh, experience first or was it the psychedelics first that made you think that the, the two would go together?
4: Um, so I actually did some experiments, um, that kind of really linked it together uh and i had been you know i had heard the idea that all the phenomenon is connected Mm -hmm. um you know ghosts and bigfoot and ufos it's all variants of the same phenomena and i had never really bought into that um you know i thought maybe we live in a highly random universe and all these things are just randomly happening and they all exist separately um and that was until I started conducting some of these psychedelic uh, experiments. And I was doing mushroom teas and doing Ouija board sessions. Right. Um, which, you know, a lot of people, anyone who watches Ghost Adventures knows. That's like a big no-no. You don't, touch, <laughs>
0: you don't touch the Ouija board. You know,
4: they hate the Ouija board. It's all bad. And oh, you're under a substance. I'm definitely possessed. I'm definitely the devil now whatever (laughs) nice to meet you (laughs) but i did those and you know i would do it all properly and i do meditation beforehand and i take my mushroom tea and these were pretty heavy doses right um and nothing really happened nothing notable you know some weird you know mushroom effects but nothing i would call paranormal phenomenon um until uh one of the other experiments uh I was getting ready. This may be the second or third, and um, I'm sipping some of the tea, and I'm watching planes go across the sky. When I see an object enter, a bright object, I think maybe it's a plane with the light hitting it weird. But it bursts into several smaller objects that scatter off. It almost kind of looked like a like a starship exploding in like Star Wars or something. Yeah. Uh, and I looked up to see if maybe it was a satellite reentering or anything like that. What color Nothing. was the? Um, they were they were pretty much just bright yellow, some orange. Okay. Um, I, I think it was at sunset, so I think it was mostly just reflecting, okay. uh, catching the light in different angles. Um, but this was I hadn't even finished drinking my mushroom tea yet. Right. This was like twenty minutes maybe after, and any person who's used a lot of mushrooms knows it usually it. takes like an hour or mm-hmm. so to kick in um the second weird experience was in between two of these um uh, experiences in the middle of the week uh, i was hanging out with a friend and i was telling him about that that experience the one i just told him. he was like yeah whatever you know you're still on mushrooms so you know maybe it was leftover mushrooms from the last time or right, right. you activated it early something like that
0: Sounds stupid. Uh, well, <laughs> that friend sounds stupid. <laughs> he, he
4: he took a lot more psychedelics than me, so he might have been onto something. But um, we started hearing a low mechanical hum while we're having this conversation. Oh, you never want to hear that. And one of us, I can't remember who, jokingly says, "Oh, maybe that's the UFOs now." And sure enough, a triangle-shaped craft flew right over the house, a light on each, uh, you know, corner of the triangle. Um, one that's been seen a lot in the Gulf Coast of Florida, I, I later found out. Um, hovered right above the house. I mean, I could have hit it with a rock. It was so low to so the it was, ground. Yeah, pretty low. Okay. And it just hovered there for a second and continued on. And it seemed, you know, super intentional since we were having that conversation. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, it was so visible. And again, not on the substances directly. Uh, and I've found a few other cases where it seems that having the traces of the substance in, mm-hmm. um, or microdosing it, might actually lead to more physical encounters where you're right. actually seeing something that's more physically here.
0: I could see that. That yeah. Big, yeah. Um, what did your What did your friend do?
4: Um, he was just kind of like, "Well, shit," <laughs> you know. He, I, it was kind of like a checkmate. I was like, "Well, what's that?" You know. What's up, bitch? Uh-huh. We were pretty, <laughs> we were pretty stunned because no, okay. that was, uh, like I said, I I went in looking for like ghost evidence and yeah. stuff like that, and then right. I was hit with, you know, some UFOs. Mm-hmm. And given the fact of the, the psychedelic nature of those experiments, um, it kind of led me down the belief that yeah, there's probably the they're more related than they're not uh, uh, yeah all of these it, seems, it, it, of it really
0: seems seems like, uh seems so I mean and if if you've listened if you listen to mysterious universe for an extended period of time mm-hmm. you get to you not only do they obviously talk about it because they're this is all they do every every day mm-hmm. they're reading these new books and whatnot but I mean just listening to it, you can you can hear the through lines of if' they're, they're talking about a bigfoot Bigfoot story and then they're talking about like a poltergeist story. and there's mm-hmm. so many things that like line up all cross over that it's, happen it's, in,
4: in all of them. that yeah. happen
0: in all of them. Yeah, yeah, like you were talking about there's you know different time dilations or
4: mm-hmm. the high strangeness, high strangeness yeah. uh, even simple things like knocking. That right. happens in in ghost cases, poltergeist cases, and in Bigfoot cases. He likes to right. knock on trees, exactly. so they say. Uh, I'm a little skeptical of, of Bigfoot as a whole, but I I like the idea. Uh, I just want to see a little more evidence.
0: <laughs> I think uh, I think if you got UFOs hovering around, you got you got Bigfoot stomping around
4: somewhere. Yeah, he's not far behind. He's there are behind. a few cases um, where where they're interlinked. Uh, interestingly enough there's a few guys trying to make a monster of the Mayaka movie really about some Bigfoot sightings out in the State Park yeah Mm -hmm.
0: Ooh, have you ever seen that picture of the skunk ape
4: Uh, the the famous one with the stripe on his back
0: yeah he's like kind of turned around like looking back it's like Mm -hmm. he's walking through some palmettos Mm -hmm. yeah I saw that when I was like yeah, probably in eighth grade. It fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember they
4: ran a news article. Probably, it was probably the same one. Right. Um, and I had it like up on my wall. <laughs> uh, you, were, you had it up on yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna I, was find like it. I don't want any part of
0: that. I don't want. I don't want to hang out with that Bigfoot. <laughs> I mean, like my sisters. Uh, one of my sisters is like super into like uh, all of it, but I feel like she she really delves in like to not to an extent but just in a way that i i don't think again just from listening to so much
3: mm-hmm.
0: of the show you really got it seems like you really got to be careful like how you approach the subject and how you you navigate it just because it has this tendency to like drive people mad in a way yeah just from like the this fascination um again i'm not i'm not i, I can't talk from any kind of personal experience outside of just listening to so much of this one po- one podcast right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like uh but yeah, she, she was doing she does the Ouija board a bunch and like the channeling and all that kind of stuff, uh, and was always watching unsolved mysteries mm. growing up. And I didn't want none of that. Yeah, I did not want it. I mean, now I, again, I'm like I'm like a I'm a fan. I like mm. to listen, but I I don't know if I, I could do what you're doing and it's like actively going and, and like look for it. I've done a couple like graveyard ESP, like white yeah. noise kind of uh, right. adventures, With traditional traditional. is like, Hey, wanna, yeah. And mm-hmm. which, and we've got some really interesting stuff. It's fun. But then, I mean, that's, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'll, <laughs> if you do it that, and then you want to tell me a story about it, I'm down. I'm down yeah. for that. That's dope. Like,
4: <laughs> well, that's, that's my whole, whole brand. Cause I, I love doing the traditional ghost hunt kind of stuff. And I actually got one oddly enough, I've moved past most of that, but I've got kind of one of those planned um, coming up, following some leads. Right. Um, but uh, the the idea that um, you know going out for EVPs and stuff is fun, but for me it wasn't enough. So I was yeah. like, well, what if I take psychedelics and I do this? Think... <laughs> and that's kind of kind of where I where I've landed. <laughs> and
0: I, I I would agree. Like I think the the times that I was doing. Um, when I was doing like a little ghost hunt here and mm-hmm. there never correlated or, or was even in the same time frame of when I was doing, uh, drugs. Mm-hmm. So I would never, but you know, having done like psychedelics and all that kind of stuff at this point in my life, I can absolutely see the, the connection of why it, you know, it would open up cause you mm-hmm. know, it opens up your mind in, in a different way. It makes you, um, you know see more of what's right you know there that's always sitting there in front of you as it is like um uh, what do you do you find is there a difference so let's say you're going to this ghost hunt mm. right and you're you're gonna walk around in the house and say hey anybody here are you gonna is there a difference between uh, uh doing some mushrooms or doing some like lsd or maybe even something else like
4: Um, peyote (laughs) yeah you guys want some peyote uh so ideally you you would use something like peyote or something more traditional something more shamanic uh based on the location you're at okay Uh, but of course the the restrictions that i'm gonna call them restrictions placed on this kind of research um kind of make it difficult uh, a lot of times to get you know, accurate dosing and the exact right materials and right strains of mushrooms right. and those kinds of you things. You got a DMT
0: guy? So at this
4: point, well, at, at this point, it's kind of, you you take what you get right. <laughs> and yeah. you, you kind of build the, your experiments. Uh, well, I build my experiments around what's kind of available. Okay. Um, but I also like to take long, long breaks in between um, those experiments, specifically because of people tend to go crazy in this, yeah. <laughs> in this industry. Um, and uh, I'm already a little crazy, so I try to keep it in check uh, as a, as a whole. Um, it was actually very good to hear on um, Mysterious Universe. They, they chewed me up a little bit, but not too bad. Not nearly as bad as uh, a lot of people. I think the way I... Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, the way I heard them talking about you was that they had mad mucho respect mm-hmm. because you were actually going to Chile Mm -hmm. and like exploring and like going these and doing these things instead of you know, what so many people do They're you know, I'm reading a bunch of articles and research and other things and putting, maybe I make a couple of phone calls, but like, mm-hmm. you're like, Hey, one trip ticket to Chile, please. Yeah. But, uh, um, which is awesome.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, you get a lot of the kind of fly by night investigation where people show up and, and that's you all fucking the tourists get out well, of here. <laughs> it's all the ghost hunting shows too. Yeah. They always stay one night. They do a night lockdown and they film all their shit and they get right. out of there. And they got to make every bug and every creek and everything into a, into a, a thing Yeah, that's, to, I mean, to sell TV commercial. Come on. <laughs> so that whole style of investigation. I mean, I hope, um, you know, more investigators read the book just, just so we can kind of move past that a little bit right. <laughs> as a genre. Yeah. Um, and there is, there's a lot of investigators who are doing new kinds of experiments. Um, you know, using different kinds of tech and different kinds of um, uh, sensory deprivation and and the Estes method and all these weird methods. What's the Estes method? Um, I believe that's the one where you use the spirit box and you cover your eyes and your ears and you kind of cut off sensory. So, uh, And then you have one other person ask questions and the person who's cut off reads out the words. So instead of just hearing randomness right Mm -hmm. and you're just trying to oh that sounds like this sounds like that okay one person just is blurting out the words that they can hear clearly and the other person's asking them and they can't hear so it's almost like you turn the person yeah into like into the antenna exactly it's more it's more of a channeling type um Type of situation right. than your traditional EVP spirit. Don't box. You use thing. me to channel, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's intriguing. It's more intriguing than spirit boxes. Uh, I think
0: it, it is intriguing, and I think it's more intriguing than just traditional channeling because you're taking the ego out of the mm-hmm. situation. Like you're, because if the person, there's no way of ever telling if somebody who's channeling is just making it up. Right. Because you know the person's talking. And and they're like, "Who's my? Am I ever gonna find love?" And they're like, uh, "Is he incarcerated?" <laughs> that was a stupid Miss Cleo thing, but you know. Uh, call me now. Call me now. <laughs> <laughs> where's she at? Let's call up Miss Cleo. Man, do you think she's alive?
4: Uh, I bet she's still alive.
0: Wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be the? I can't believe you guys are doing this. I can't believe
4: oh, you're entirely unprofessional. I cannot believe. Oof. Oof. How, We're not going to edit um, this? No. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir.
0: But if I had a dollar for every time Christy's phone went off, where, <laughs> shit, I would actually make money with this podcast. That's what's up. But they, uh, um, what was I saying? Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny if somebody channeled Miss Cleo?
4: <laughs> I think she's still alive. I think yeah. we got to give it a couple more years. But I wonder if she, would do, that would, be wonder if she would do an interview. I wonder if it's one of those things like Houdini where she's got like a code phrase and it will like, Lead to all the offshore bank accounts, but right. only after she's right. dead. <laughs>
0: all that Miss Cleo money. Uh-huh. Uh, did you did you hear the episode uh, that they did? It was for um, it was called a deal with the devil. Uh, it's, it was like it was about the um, like the crazy. Like psychic m- m- newsletters that like go to people's houses.
4: Um, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar that? with that phenomenon. I don't think I like, quite remember that it episode.
0: Was, so um, it was this this book that they did on the show, where, uh, you know, like it, it's it's just like a mail order kind of scheme. It's it's the equivalent to getting emails from from you know Nigerian princes and right. stuff like that. And it's uh, but they would like mail them to your house, <laughs> like to people's house. So these companies would get these big sucker lists. Like, if you're in the mall, and there's, like, mm. a Cadillac, and they're, like, win this Cadillac, and you write your name on yeah. a you drop, in. your name's on a sucker list now, and then there's right. these companies that would buy them, and then they would just send these pamphlets out to people, and it was, like, if you want to know the winning lottery numbers chosen specifically for you, send a lockier hair in five bucks. Oh, uh, like, yeah. You would send it, but then it would just, like, they would rope you in, and they're, like, more and more. Yeah, and these researchers, uh, like, actually were, like, went to, like, the place that they would be like send your lock it was a P.O. box mm-hmm. and so they went to this P.O. box it was in like Sparks, Nevada but like the P.O. box didn't actually exist and it was just like it kept oh, going God. down it was like so it was really really fucking interesting yeah. I thought it was so interesting I bought, I actually uh, got that book um, I don't know where it is now it used to be over there <laughs> With
4: with the yeah, numerous yeah that was one books. of the ones where they never told us the ending right oh I they got to the end. Ah,
0: <laughs> oh I got ah. to the end. they sold me that book
4: <laughs> that's a, that's
0: a question I had. How much of the book when Benjamin talks about your books uh, talks about your book, how much did he like leave out or how much did he like ruin it for people?
4: Um, no, he left a, he left a good amount in um, he you know he covered he went over the, um, the you know the friendship stuff, the kind yeah, of a lot yeah. of the stories I had about the friendship. Um, he left a lot of the other UFO stories out. Um, and there's a lot of good ones in there. There's, um, you know, a section on cattle mutilations that, yeah. that occur in the area. Um, there's, uh, you know, a sections about abductions and bizarre encounters and um, religious investigations and stuff. So he left um, a, a good portion of the research there. Um, and he left a lot of the, uh, the theorizing. Um, I get more into that, that mushroom experiment, those initial ones in the book. Um and he didn't really cover those too much. That was the part he kind of yada yada. Because for for guys (laughs) like that, yada 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 over that part. Well, (laughs) yeah. Well, it's you know it's for guys like that who read a lot of Jacques Vallee and John Keel and that kind of stuff. That it's it's a little old hat. Um, It's a little you know. It's a fresher take on it, I think. Yeah. I mean, those <laughs> guys weren't high. taking; those guys but, weren't
0: you know dropping acid and doing that kind of shit. Um,
4: <laughs> but it's definitely heavily inspired by by the research. Um, I definitely quote both of those guys a bunch: um, Valet and Keel. Um, so they left a, a lot, a lot more to dive in on um, a lot of the stories that yeah. I, I found too that they didn't cover on.
0: That's good because. I mean, it's the first time I've ever spoken to somebody who's had a book on the show. I always wondered mm-hmm. that because like it seems like he, he's doing such a brilliant job at like narrating uh, or retelling or it's a book report. Honestly, it's mm-hmm. like he's given a damn book report. And uh, I, and it always leaves me thinking, I'm like, are the authors hearing this and being like, thanks, dude. <laughs> now who's going to buy this shit? Like you just, you just gave
4: the whole thing. So, Uh, it's good to hear that he didn't like (laughs) it. It was weird. He was probably, they must have been the the first or second people to buy the book. Because, uh, you know, I have all the the reports and the stats. And I released it on Halloween. Um, And, you know, I sold a bunch of copies to, like, friends and family. But I saw the, you know, other copies going elsewhere. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I already sold a couple. And then um, it gets on Mysterious Universe, and I go back. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that helped. Uh, uh, so, no, it definitely it definitely helps. Um, that's really fun. Dude, get that's it so. Out there.
0: And how did you publish it? Is it self-published, like, on yep.
4: Amazon or something? Yep, it's self-published on Amazon. That's so uh, cool. I looked at some indie publishers and stuff but they all just wanted to cut <laughs> yeah, so, like, so
0: if you already you already had the book written and then you went and published it mm-hmm. and then that's so cool and then now i guess because i wouldn't my i knowledge of like publishing a book mm-hmm. is pretty pretty shallow but i would assume at this point so now like you got a book that's doing you know okay in that genre and there's like a publishing company that does that kind of stuff they would there's a chance they could even pay you yeah, up, I up hope. front. <laughs> if they're listening front.
4: to this interview, right. hire me to write the next one.
0: <laughs> so what, if, you, if you could uh, just, you know, if, if there was some publishing company and they're like, here's this much money to go to this location to take these drugs to, to look for this, mm-hmm. what, would it, what would it be? Uh,
4: what location?
0: All those things. What, what location? Um, what would you be looking for?
4: You know, I've already kind of been been doing some research into to, uh, next ideas, you know, yeah. the next um, case that I really want to, to go and spend time with. Um, and there's a couple places I looked at. Um, again, I want to because uh, because I'm selfish. I want to do international cases. <laughs> you know, I don't I, think there's anything selfish about it <laughs> uh, well, you know everyone does the same uh, Stanley Hotel and uh, the Clown motel and all these, you know, they're on all the TV shows and, and all the places. Um, and uh, I'd love to, I love doing those those kinds of cases and those kinds of write ups and stuff. Um, but for something something similar to to the case I did on the friendship, I'd like to go. I'd like to go somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I was actually looking at um, an area in. Alaska where people go missing but there's a TV show about it now right. just came out <laughs> what's, the, what's the TV show called? oh I don't know <laughs> I'm not going to plug them no, no, no. <laughs> I don't remember plug the show. mystery triangle of Alaska something. Oh, travel channel the mystery of asshole course. of travel asshole <laughs> exactly um, but I was also looking at the idea of investigating um, the, the kind of concept of the hollow earth uh, and looking into these stories where people go in um, into the hollow earth or right. they get lost in caves and uh, you know get, uh, follow strange mine shafts into ancient metal libraries and that right. kind of stuff um, and just the, going to several different locations that have that kind of similar um, history both in North America and South America and doing some kind of crazy experiments at each one of those. Um, you know, maybe burying myself for a while, you know, really get into getting, like, in, getting, into the earth. <laughs> you know,
0: sounds like you need a one way Amtrak ticket to Mount Shasta. Uh,
4: that, that was, that's one of the, the places on the list that I'm, I'm looking it's into It's the doing. root chakra
0: of the earth, man. There's this, <laughs> there's this, jackass at a crystal store at the, where my, my mom lives up and, uh, she like, kind of goes mm-hmm. back and forth to Georgia and whatnot. Mm. And, uh, it's such a small hobunk town, <laughs> and it's got a crystal shop, and it's always just filled with like the same sort of like, you know, middle aged kind of housewifey moms, yeah. and it's, and the guy that runs it is just this real string bean like oh, <laughs> doing yoga man. Also check out this cr- Oh, that one's not for sale. That's like twenty. That would be if I was to sell, it'd be like twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> I got it from like, and I'm just.
4: Like <laughs> this guy's the fucking worst. Oh uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> not nothing against anybody that enjoys a good crystal. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if uh, anyone lo- enjoys lo- the
4: whole new age thing can be tough. It can be tough. Um, <laughs> it can be tough. But they, they can be tough critics too. Yeah. A lot of the people, you know, the the of course the friendship's aliens, they're not Nazis. How dare you even suggest, you know. And it's like how do you know? Like, like what do you people get way oh, too right. too invested, you know, on Twitter and that kind of stuff.
0: Oh, people are the worst. If there's oh, anything little... we've learned mm-hmm. thus far <laughs> as just a whole that people are the worst. Mm-hmm. And so there's a the the connection that you said to Sarasota who mm-hmm. I don't I mean I don't know if you know. You don't have to like say who who, but like
4: Um so actually I don't I don't know. Um the connection was this um And it wasn't, I I mean, I say guy. It could be a lady. Who knows? I honestly have no idea. Uh, A person from Sarasota. Probably not a lady. (laughs) Probably not. Um, A person from Sarasota, they went down um, and they posted an ad in a bunch of local newspapers in in Patagonia, southern Chile. Um, And they posted the advertisements in English saying, I am the engineer that you met in Sarasota, Florida, last year, or however time it was. Okay. I was afraid of you then, but I understand now. Please contact me. Wow. And it was written in English in these Spanish papers and put printed a bunch. Wow. Um, and and when, when was that done? This was done, it must have been 90... Um, late 90s, maybe right. early 2000s. Interesting. So, um, you know, a decade or so after the case, but still when right. it was, you know, still in the minds of a lot of people in South America. Um, but at that point, not a famous case at, by any means in North America. Right, right. So the fact that this person even, you know, knew about the friendship case is, is pretty bizarre, um, which if I'm theorizing, perhaps they're a person of Chilean descent. Right, um, you know, someone who would have been more exposed to the story, uh, but no, no idea. That's still a mystery. Um, Maybe
0: it's just some guy down there on spring break, and he met a hot bride. And
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I hope he's, you know, he hears one of these shows right. or something, and reads his eyes like I'm the guy, I'm the guy. and guy. let me weave you a tale, son. <laughs> you, you never know. You, know? You,
0: you never know when that kind of stuff like comes walking uh-huh. out, of the, out of the woodwork. Because that, I mean. That is so. And how do they? I don't even know, man. How do they even? How did you learn about that incident?
4: Um, so I believe it was Micah Hanks was the researcher who first wrote about that.
0: Like the guy that went down there and
4: wrote uh, that. No, 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 he's just the guy who came across it. He wrote All up right. just a couple articles, I believe, from MysteriousUniverse.com um, about the friendship. Just a one, one, two you know, a two-off piece, mm-hmm. um, and he said, I did find this weird, you know, I trolled through some old newspapers and found this weird advertisement in English looking for the friendship and posted it on his article, uh, and I was able to go back, you know, into that paper that he, he found it from and confirm and everything and look at it, um, so quite bizarre, and, uh, I I actually wanted to do the same thing, um, but I had budget restrictions. I couldn't afford the newspaper. Yeah, to <laughs> I was gonna go ad. down and be like, "Hey, uh, friendship, I'm from Sarasota, Florida. Please invite me to your island. Sweet you party, <laughs> at your along island. Those lines, I've got you know?
0: plenty of mushrooms and all kinds
4: of stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they they did not reach out to <laughs> me. Those, those <laughs>
0: bastards! Those bastards! I." Do you, How much do you like the idea of like the breakaway civilization thing from like somebody that maybe?
4: Um, I love it. <laughs> I love the idea of it, um, especially when it comes to this case too. It's mm-hmm. actually an angle I kind of wanted to write about, um, but it's just such a whole other thing to get right. into. It would be such a sidetrack, um, and the Nazi chapter gets sidetracked enough ta- talking about zero point in the bell and all yeah. that kind of idea. Um, but I like that idea. I like the idea that you know these flying machines that Da Vinci and all of them in the Renaissance were making worked. Mm -hmm. Um, and instead of you know giving it to any one world government, they broke away and they flew all over the place and they you know traded and did all that. It explains some of the out of place objects in history, right? The samurai swords they found in Mexico and shit like that. (laughs) Um, and if you follow the history, it's the idea that they probably made, for whatever reason, made contacts with the Germans after World War I. Maybe they got shot down. Who knows? Um, and they gave them some of their tech, and that's where Nazi Germany got their tech boom. You know, all the tanks and, and stuff that I'm blew sorry. away. Bastards! <laughs> Everyone. And, um... From there, the idea is that this is where the friendship fits in. That this breakaway society took what they had from the falling Third Reich and they moved it to um, South America and Chile. Which why uh, couldn't
0: they just do that from the beginning? If you don't want other races around, just go somewhere where there's no other races, <laughs> like yeah, an island. Would be an go ideal to an place. island, <laughs> um,
4: and from there they would have been shot down over Roswell, New Mexico, and and right. started. Giving the U.S. government tech. Dropped out a bunch of... There was a survivor, and we traded. Um, And and that story goes... That story is a common one when it comes to Roswell, except it's a surviving alien. And we traded it with more aliens. But maybe it was just a person who knew about the flying saucers. Or um,
0: some kind of weird mutilated baby with a big head.
4: (laughs) Exactly. All three possibilities. All three. I like the way you're thinking.
0: (laughs) And uh, I know uh, my father um lived in uh Carlsbad New Mexico just just about an hour away oh, wow. from um, at the time that it happened and his wow. uh he was familiar with the family i guess that like owned the farm in some way mm-hmm. i mean that's about as close as it got i used to uh we lived there for a short period of time myself also mm-hmm. in Carlsbad and went to Roswell um it's uh and we went to like the Roswell UFO museum. Yeah,
4: the little one they have out there. How is it? I haven't been.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's it's not like great. I would, I would, <laughs> I hope at this point they've they've got a little more money socked into it because it seemed like uh, the museum's more of like a a weird storefront.
4: Yeah, like a roadside attraction yeah. type
0: deal. Yeah, you know, like right next door is like a Dollar Tree, and then it's like a oh, wow, like, oh wow. this is it, and you go inside, and it's it almost looks like it used to be a store, like a it, strip mall kind of, yeah, and oh. someone's like. <laughs> They put up like poster board cutouts from like their, their, um, <laughs> the re- book report that they had to do. Wow! But it wasn't. It was. I mean, it was definitely interesting. There was like a whole mm-hmm. fair that they had, and um, I could also be remembering it much worse than it was because I was.
4: So what? What does your was, like, was it your dad who lived out there when it happened? Yeah. What does he think about the the case? The
0: friendship case.
4: No, or the the Roswell. Case. The Roswell
0: case. To be honest, I've never.
4: Does he think really? that family's a bunch of liars Lions. <laughs> nah,
0: he he would say he he, I, he believes that there definitely was aliens mm-hmm. that would that crashed i mean he uh he's also very into ancient aliens mm. it's his like favorite show it's a good show <laughs> it's a good show it's a good Hi, show hire me ancient aliens <laughs> I mean, please watch ancient <laughs> aliens and Mr. What's that guy's name with the hair? Sucolos. Uh, Sucolos. See, Gregory. I know everything about it. Hire
4: me. Engineer. Gregory Sucolos.
0: <laughs> that guy is, he's actually cool as shit. You know, yeah. like he gets so much, you know, shit with the memes, but then you watch it and you're like, this guy's just a super nerd when it comes to like UFOs and stuff like mm-hmm. thats He's like, loves it. So he's just passionate. Like it, yeah. he love where all these other guys are just.
4: Well, uh, and, and you know, it's easy to tear those guys apart. And, uh, it's kind of the nature of the beast because yeah, course, yeah. uh, you know they're making entertainment at the end of the day, yeah. and you know, like the Ghost Adventures and all those um, shows, they, they I'm not gonna say fake, but but, <laughs> but, <laughs> <I'm gonna> say, <laughs> but you know shit that's not real. They're 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 pretty loose with their evidence, um, and that show does that too. Um, but most of those researchers, even on Ancient Aliens, when you, you kind of look at their work more closely, yeah. they're a little more, you know, on on the ball than they appear. Yeah, they're like, uh, they're
0: standalone works, like if they wrote a book yeah. or something. Yeah, well, in, so. and, you
4: know, they also, they dupe professors into being on that show and shit, too. Duped them. <laughs> well, gotcha. professors probably, a dupes probably the wrong word. They're probably just getting paid, <laughs> but. It's, okay. it's not, what would be, it's not,
0: definitely not legalese, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They, I, I think at this point, you know, the only way to get, uh, uh, like a solid sort of show or, or just solid piece, whatever it is, whether it's a book or something, it's like mm-hmm. to do it yourself because it's, it's as soon as somebody is handing you money to do the thing and it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Also, cause I gave you the money. Here's how I want you to do it. Yeah. And it's, so how do you feel about like, uh, do you do, do you make like videos and stuff for YouTube?
4: Um, no, I, I haven't quite bought into the, the YouTube uh, paranormal world. It's very much um, more towards that ghost adventures kind of right. stuff. Um, you know, uh, UFO hunting isn't quite as visual. Right. Um, you know, it's not really... Uh, I, you could show uh, hours of the night sky, but no one's really going to watch it. Um, so it still is very much in that realm of of you know using yeah, is the, the ghost devices and stuff that are
0: right. Uh, that makes sense. I didn't think about that. It's yeah. It's not like you have a, a little ghost box that that picks up UFOs.
4: Mm, so I, I've 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 done some YouTube videos and interviews and I've had some of my writings turned into videos on okay. different topics, um, but so far I haven't quite. Gotten on YouTube, I think I own the Chaz of the Dead YouTube handle, just like in case. <laughs> just in case, because you never know. Uh, but uh, so far, I'm not doing anything like that. I've been looking around at you know maybe doing kind of a video show on Twitch, um, with different paranormal people and stuff. Uh, but you know, all just side projects for now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta you put your feelers out. You, you mm. see what's comfortable. You see what's cool. Are you, Is there another book?
4: Um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, not coming anytime soon. I mean, it took. Uh, I guess you know, from end to finish, it took probably uh, close to three years to get that one out. Um, from you know start of research to to actually finishing editing and getting it out. Jeez. Um, so you know, we'll another couple of years. So hopefully, that's I'll have a another project that's that's uh, at that level and that's ready to go. Um, but you know, I want it to be, I want it to be like this one. I want it to be as good as this one where I, I can go and do the field research. Um, you know, even maybe with a, a better budget or something along those lines and, and, you know, really, really investigate.
0: Right. Yeah. Actually digging deep. I have a quick question for you. This mm-hmm. might, uh, help. Do you have to piss? No. I'm okay. Oh, I just want to make sure. I just want I'm to good. make sure. Cause I'll tell you that has got to be the worst Feeling in the fucking world having to piss and you're I like, just, the just, trying to, just trying to hold it together, <laughs> just trying not to, to ruin everything. Uh, man, I. And now, another word from our sponsors. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Just Enough Yoga. Welcome to Just Enough Yoga, where we teach you. Practical yoga for today's modern world. At Just Enough Yoga, learn everything you need for your Instagram stories and Facebook profile photos. Go into nature with confidence, knowing you can do the perfect scorpion pose in front of that mountain and even on a paddleboard. Don't waste your time with poses that aren't going to help you obtain what you want. Purchase the class upgrade and enjoy a more intimate class session of only three to five students held at the local park. We have a professional photographer attend these classes, and he's more than happy to use your personal device. Just enough yoga. A Popco brand. Feel, uh, honored. (laughs) Nah. No, no. no. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll take it back then. Okay, let me <laughs> I'm just, I love when something like, you know, the synchronicity. Like, the, obviously, you've got the synchronicity with the the Sarasota guy, mm-hmm. and of course, you're like, hey, I'm a Sarasota guy, and I'm writing this book, and it's just, you know, I love when things come together. Like, yeah. E- even
4: this, this is actually me following up on a lead because right. this is a continuation of the Sarasota. Right. <laughs> the what if was like, uh,
0: thank you for being here. I'm an engineer. Uh, God uh, damn
4: it. <laughs> <laughs> you got I me wanted to get you right here on the air. Well, we have to sit know. down for another hour. I right. <laughs> have yeah. so many questions.
0: They are as hot as you think. <laughs> and so I got let you know.
4: <laughs> that was question number one.
0: <laughs> I know. <clears throat> I um do you have a want to like meet an alien like do you have like do you have like a desire like i want to meet like i want to say hey what's up
4: absolutely um alien bigfoot any of it because as much as i love writing the research and doing the experiments uh, and as much as i've experienced which is much more than the the common person yeah i still sit on that edge of skepticism where i'm yeah. still not sure like maybe maybe i am just tripping maybe there right. is no physical maybe it never crosses into the physical right um I'm pretty sure that's not the case, but I can never, you know, it's like, like, is God real. You can never really get it out of your mind. You right. know, even the people who really, really believe in them late at night, they got a question every no. once in a while. Right. No, no. So
0: not me, bro. Yeah. Ab- not me. <laughs>
4: abduct me aliens. If you're no. listening, abduct me, abduct me. I know I've asked this a hundred times. I'm still waiting. <laughs> I'm here. Not easy to get.
0: Have you ever asked on uh, on shrooms?
4: Yep, no? um, I did. Uh, at the end of my book, I I climbed to like a peak while on some some LSD, and was like, "Come on, this is a perfect chance." Right. Um, Do you think because you want it so yet. bad, they're like, "Nah"? So, it, maybe. Um, you know, a a lot of people, I think MU says this often, if you, like, look into the phenomenon, it looks back into you. I'm still waiting. Right. (laughs) I'm still waiting for it to really look back into me. You know, I've had these odd cases, and every once in a while I have a, a, a weird dream, but nothing I would say, you know, uh... No, nothing intimidating, nothing, you know, and no, and then the same aspect, no smoking gun, no like evidence I could say like, boom, I did it. It's real.
0: (laughs) And, and I think it's probably, you don't have, uh, it's like you're giving it enough attention without it showing its face.
4: Mm hmm.
0: You got to you got to you got a cool guy that that phenomenon. <laughs> you know like get texts yeah. and, and ignore I te- want it I bad. <laughs> ignore the text for a little while and then and then she'll start texting.
4: Yeah, well, I'm not work um well, I I did have to pick up a little bit of a a ghost case recently cuz some weird synchronicities.
0: Well, you've got to.
4: For for a later time, but for the most part I'm just selling books, so this is right. plenty of time paranormal. To look back at me, I'm, I'm blowing you up, especially the friendship. So if you're out there...
0: You're out there. And Chime, you, you, <laughs>
4: you love it, or you hate it, right. <laughs> come come do something about it. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, s- I'm here.
0: <laughs> you're here, man. And you fucking pick us up. Uh-huh. I want to see... Sp- I just want to see... I just need proof that the Earth... Um, isn't flat you know, you know you guys could take me they're like okay no you're not coming with us <laughs> we have a strict no flat earth no policy. Flat but, earth. like but if i could just get up there i would see uh no, thank the, you
4: the earth can't be flat it's hollow like, but, but how hollow you it's know like an eggshell, like, like complete hollow
0: because i don't i can't uh because I know there's like extreme like hollow earth, obviously mm-hmm. you know the guy back in the 1800s that initially mm-hmm. came up with the the idea of the hollow earth and then like they searched for the holes on the poles,
4: yeah, one of and... them said he flew into there and everything
0: yeah, but again, it's that one guy thing it wasn't plane full of people, you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. gotta it, um and but i I can get behind ginormous cavities, like mm-hmm. not the whole thing being whole, but like you know if you get down deep enough in mount shasta maybe it is like open yeah. in there maybe there are things in there or
4: oh yeah there's definitely you know, parts of it are hollow for that's for sure, sure. <laughs> and i think and
0: i also really think that i mean if you've got uh if you're you know using the te- your tech is is bending space time there's no mm. reason why you couldn't like mold yourself some kind of base out of rock like fucking yeah. mold the shit to the side and
4: i i I tend to think of it more—the whole idea of the hollow earth and these these hollow portions—similar right. to haunted houses. That something about this location, whether it's just creepy or and inside a cave is even better because it's you know not a place for humans. It's definitely out of your natural right. element. We're we're tree. And ocean you know mammals we lived on the coast not in the caves so something about putting your mind um, you know the monkey brain into that situation I think helps facilitate these psychedelic experiences where you view different worlds where you see you know there's a giant city of gold inside the earth the same way a person on a UFO sees another planet made of platinum or whatever they're having these semi-psychedelic experiences while they're there. And I think the hollow earth is that kind of idea. I think these people experience something. Yeah, I think yeah. it was probably more on the long lines of a, a drug trip right. than an uh, actual experience. But, you know, if you can come back with some tablets of gold from the, <laughs> the hollow earth, well, then sign me up. Right. <laughs> well, I'm ready. So Oops, maybe sorry. that is the next I, I dropped him on my way up. I
0: I'm sorry. It's always it that's the that's the thing with the with all of it. It's always right there and then something mm-hmm. happened. Something happened. But I feel it does feel like as at least with the whatever crazy technology is flying in the, in the sky if it is technology mm-hmm. could be I mean could be anything. It does feel like right now is like the closest point in his like the closest point that we've been to maybe getting some kind of answers. It does feel like that, right?
4: Yeah, not um, just, It's definitely, you know, uh, it's definitely a step. Um, I think there's a lot of people who are more in like the nuts and bolts who think it's aliens from different planets. Um, they're really excited. I think researchers who are kind of more on the jock level, kind of where I'm at. Um, they, we, I think there's an understanding there that there's a, fundamental, there's a fundamental gap in our knowledge. Yeah. Um, and oddly enough, I think it's the same gap that occurs um, in artificial intelligence research.
3: Yeah.
4: Uh, the idea that we'll cre- keep crossing wires until eventually we have you know, a thinking human brain, uh, I think misrepresents and misunderstands the idea of consciousness. That I think our consciousness is something more, something non-local, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, all the ESP experiments and stuff suggest. Um, and the, you can't just put a non-local consciousness into a machine without understanding what it is. Right. Um, we're not going to be able to understand these UFOs because they whatever tech is there works on those principles, works mm-hmm. on those principles of consciousness. That's why they can appear and disappear and they blink in and blink out. Right. So, you know, um, if you believe some researchers and some of the witnesses and stuff like Bob Lazar, um, we have, we've shot him down. Um, he even said we dug one up from an archaeological dig. Uh, but he also said we we have no idea how it works. We're right. so far away from understanding anything about it. Um, so I think that's if... If uh, the Israeli guys right, and if that is the truth, then I I think we're we're at where Bob Lazar is uh, saying we're at, and that is we we don't we don't get it. There's a, we, a we, huge gap from inside. And it's science. almost like we
0: lack we lack the equipment to get it. Like we lack the physical yeah equipment. The mental ability
4: capacity. We're we're maybe just shy. Uh, Well, if you get into the new age stuff, we're just a couple crystals away. We're just from our vibrations being right. That's right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which there could totally be something to that, but -hmm. there's one thing to say: the words. You know, we gotta change our vibrations to actually like. Mm -hmm. I'm I've always kind of been under the impression it's like uh it's literally like our our physical brain Mm -hmm. lacks. Like, like, like there would have to be something extra added on. I almost feel like dolphins are gonna have yeah. a better chance of <laughs> being the ones that the aliens come down to talk to because they have like the largest yeah. like prefrontal cortex there's uh there, I, I saw this video a long time ago, this guy who was like super into pCP like I think he he was like this chemist and he like made it and stuff, but he was like he said he had this revelation one day that he realized uh dolphins are able to like psychically implant memories into physical objects like a sand dollar or different mm. things and then when another dolphin comes along or that dolphin comes back there's like information encoded in this like shit like it can read it so it can read it and be like oh this That's is like it's wild. like yeah
4: psychic dolphins feature right. pretty heavily in my book not now, that heavily but it's a fun aspect of the case <laughs> did
0: you ever hear about that book um uh what is it wet
4: goddess is that one with the woman banged the dolphin oh, it's a guy Oh no! I, I thought about the whole, wet they, goddess is the they one flooded an apartment building or something. Oh no!
0: Yeah, that's the um the research that was done in yeah. What was his lady name? Because uh, it's the it's the guy that invented the float tanks.
4: Oh, the, the sensory, sensory de- deprivation. Sensory
0: deprivation. Uh, oh my God! His name keeps almost coming up. But yeah, he. That's like that's what ended his research because she ended, she ended she ended up beating off the dolphin. But no, there's a book. Uh, yeah, because they were in there for so long, and she had all this she had all this work tension, to do. Yeah, and the dolphin wouldn't stop h- humping her. She's like, "Come on, I'm trying to teach you how to talk, and you keep humping." So finally, she just you know did, <laughs> did what she had to do for the for research. Science. Right. <laughs> but she uh, no, there was there was another book that came out went wild on reddit a while back it was called wet goddess Hmm. and it was about this guy's intimate relationship with a dolphin Hmm. uh you know he he fornicated with (laughs) if you will penetrated i mean a dolphin i don't know how many different ways i gotta say this to you the guy fucked a dolphin all right i'm not gonna feel bad
4: (laughs) dolphins they're they're gross (laughs) Uh, i don't know man that dolphin i'm sure consented
0: not, not the way, not the way he explains it. That, but yeah, he he. That was a question I asked him because I had him on the show. Oh uh, wow! Because he's actually local, <laughs> but he's like, he he gets pretty offended. He's like, a lot of people say that I, uh, you know, like raped a dolphin. He's like, there's no such thing as raping a dolphin. Like, you go into the water, and it's it's like a 300 pound animal that lives in the water. Like, not just going for a dip. Like, I'm going for a dip. He's like, it lives in the water. If that thing didn't want to be doing that it, it it could have killed me if it wanted it could, have, it could have left and and then killed me
4: yeah maybe it should have <laughs> it should, i don't know
0: man to him it was, a, it, was a, it was a it was a magical union and he ended up uh he ended up having like a mental like a psychic connection with the dolphin he he knew when the dolphin actually died um, he, he had moved. So the there used to be a theme park in the mm-hmm. and it was called, it was like Florida land or something like that. Right. it was just, and he was going to new college. It was like back in the sixties or seventies. And he had a photographer friend who wanted, who, no, he was the photographer and his friend wanted him to go down and take pictures of this dolphin for a project of hers. And he tells me, as soon as we start the interview, he was like, so I've uh, never been in love with a person, but, um, the first time I realized I was in love with animals was I was watching the big shaggy dog and I I got an erection, and he's just <laughs> yeah the guy. I'm gonna have
4: to listen to this interview. This is... It
0: was it's the best worst interview I've ever done because the way we I set up the mics and he was I was doing it over the phone with him mm. and his mic was so dog shit and I couldn't salvage it with <laughs> yeah. with like editing. And so it, it exists, but I advise almost no one to go listen to it, because it's,
4: <laughs>
0: For I'd rather listen to Quality
4: and subject matter. Right.
0: The quality is awful, <laughs> but the subject matter, I was pretty pumped about it.
4: I think at yeah. one point I,
0: I told him, I was like, you got to understand, like, you fucked a dolphin. Like, people are pretty weird about it. Like, you got to be able to, like, that. crack, you got to be able to at least, like, know that that's crazy. Or you know that's crazy, right? But he was, uh, he's an interesting dude. He lives down in Naples and then he he was worried that i was going to make fun of him the whole time mm. because he did like, he like called into bubble the loves sponge or something like that and, oh, and they, he's no. like he said <laughs> he said they talked to him for like 30 minutes it was cool and then it started in with like the i'm like the, <laughs> just fucking with him so they like they reeled him in real slow and then yeah. they just uh but
4: Professionals. Yeah, he, I know. <laughs> professional they knew what they were fucking doing. I <laughs> think their first dolphin fucking rodeo. <laughs> he uh,
0: but yeah, he emailed me after and he goes, I just wanted to thank you for that uh, that interview. It was it was you know it was really nice. Nobody's ever because like, I actually gave him the time of day. I wasn't
4: like, You fought the dolphin, you're weird. Yeah. I
0: was like, So what was it like? <laughs> when you get your dogs, ask the
4: hard questions. Yeah,
0: I need to ask the hard questions. Oof um have you ever experimented with craigslist
4: um i rented an apartment off of craigslist
0: i mean like (laughs) for your for your research and stuff i find that like if you toss things out into places of like randomness Mm -hmm. so you toss it out on uh craigslist Mm -hmm. you know you never know who's gonna come by it and like what kind of weird leads you're gonna get um or you can even toss them out in different towns like yeah, like Joshua Tree. Is like that put how I got the
4: the dolphin guy. That is how I got the dolphin <laughs> guy.
0: It's exactly how I got the dolphin uh, guy. I wrote a I wrote a Craigslist ad saying that I'm just looking for interesting stories to be on a podcast, and he re, I got like a bunch of people who were like I was beat as a kid, I was beat as well. Like, we're all beat as a kid, all right? <laughs> give
4: me something different. <laughs> give me a guy give fucking me, a, a <laughs> dolphin, <laughs> right?
0: Like, and boy, did Craigslist craigslist deliver on a guy effing a dolphin i
4: might have to check that out for was, some was
0: it's i think it's a interesting oh do you remember the episode of and and it's about you know just just like one more thing I mean, no worries you, no worries it's already it's already nine um let me did you listen to the episode of mysterious universe where they they talked about this app uh, randonautica
4: yeah i've tried that out a couple times
0: yeah what was your experience like
4: um eh. really <laughs> yeah now did you try it on drugs um no uh, well yeah, i was smoking weed but i don't tend to typically Drug ain't that. weed ain't drugs <laughs> i don't count right. that uh. um you know i tried it out um in mexico city a couple really? times really yeah, and it got a little dangerous a couple of times, so we stopped doing it. Dangerous uh, in what way? Just, like, it would take you to neighborhoods you shouldn't be going, just walking Well, I mean, you no, it is Mexico, <laughs> Mexico City, I mean, Yeah. You know. uh, but no, nothing, you know, nothing too, uh, too strange. But I understand how it definitely works towards being a, uh, a synchronicity generator. Yeah. Um, just with the randomness it uses... Uh, the random number generators. It's an interesting concept. It is. Um, uh, I don't know about it as like an investigation tool. Right. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily that helpful, but it might be. Uh, it would be cool to get it on a more um, micro scale, like on like the floor plan of a house, like yeah, a haunted house. That and, would be cool. And have yeah. it generate points like that. Right. Um, then it might help Again, get you into the headspace for like an encounter. It might stack. It might generate an initial synchronicity to start a chain of synchronicities. Um, But I don't necessarily believe just walking around in random spots that it sends you to doesn't. Well, I
0: guess the the people on it they were asking questions like it's Mm -hmm. like put something in your mind that you want to see, and people were like, I want to see a dead body, and then they like they'd they'd show up and it'd be somebody Uh tucked up in
4: a suitcase. It's was, was like, why would you um, ask that? I was asking for treasure. Treasure? I was like, give me some fucking cash money. <laughs> give me some treasure. Nothing. Not even a peso. You didn't even touch any <laughs> treasure? No, no treasure. You
0: didn't, want it, you didn't want the treasure bad enough. Did you create a vision board for your treasure?
4: <laughs> Maybe that's the next step. I'm going to try again with the random. Vision.
0: I, uh, what about Kirby Surprise? Have you... Ah,
4: oh, Doctor Kirby Surprise! Doctor Kirby Surprise! Yeah, Doctor, come on now, pay the man his dues. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I've perused his 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 work. <laughs> it's, no comment. It's, it's no comment.
0: It's fascinating.
4: All of that stuff
0: is fascinating. It is. And it, it, it just seems it's weird. It's it's almost it's exhausting in a way I can't explain. Mm-hmm. Like, I I found myself getting like you know wrapped up in it here and there at different points in my life, you know, longer ago. And it it when I think back to those times, I feel exhausted in a, in a way that I can't explain. It's weird. Yeah. It's strange. But I again, I um very very interested in all that kind of stuff. It's it's really fun to talk about. It's really fun cuz it's like the it's it's such a big part of uh, human life mm-hmm. that's unanswered and, and it's almost like it always will. Like it always has and always will. So it's like, you can't help but constantly just, you yeah, know, what is this yeah, thing? Like, what is it? Like, it. what am I doing? So, but thank you so much. Chaz. Pickley. Pilkey. Chaz Pilkey. Pilkey. Pilkey.
4: Chaz of the dead. you can the <laughs> dead. Oh, right.
0: Uh, yeah. You guys can follow him. Chaz of the dead at, uh, or at Chaz of the dead on Instagram.com yep.
4: and Twitter and, um, Chaz of the dead.com is my website.
0: Yes, and you can find copies of the book
4: there. Yes, Paranormal Expeditions: Hunt for the Friendship. um, It's on Amazon, and you can find uh, a link to it on my site as well.
0: That's really cool, man. Thank you so much for doing this.
4: Thank you. Hell (laughs) yeah, blast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nido, frito, bandito. We're finito.
2: Jiminy Christmas.
0: You're just jealous because I come up with cool, slick shit off the top of my dome piece. Mm hmm. That's it. I know you are. Uh, what did you learn? I got one ready. Uh, you're a bigger bitch than my guy. That's no. what I learned today. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> but you're the biggest bitch. No, that's you. You win. You're right. You can't even <laughs> say it without laughing. <laughs> I fucking hate you. What else did we learn?
2: Um, cool. I usually learn stuff from... The news. the
0: news. Yeah. And sorry, guys. Nothing happened. Um, you want to do it just a news story for fun? No. Sure, babe. Okay. No. It better be fucking good. Well, I'm just... I mean, I hope I got a good one. You're on the tap curator.
2: Don't say you hope.
0: You're the curator. Mm-hmm. I saved some, guys. I'll put this one news article down in the... the the shaft down there ooh, you know what i mean yeah i right in the thick um, of it i'm sorry well no yeah keep talking I'm, cuz i'm looking oh here we go this one i called cool Hi-O. ooh okay man filmed naked rollerblading on i670 670
1: i saw that in columbus going. Yeah.
0: still a mystery
2: yeah god that's my, that's my hometown
0: that's your homeboy. 670,
2: boy. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. That goes around downtown by the airport. I've never
0: I've never heard somebody so excited by a fucking road before.
1: Because it's my plane. A road! <laughs>
0: How many times have you been sitting in traffic on that road, bitching and cursing its name?
2: is like not the funnest one to cool, go on.
0: Right. A naked <clears throat> man rollerblading in front of a vehicle, wearing nothing but a panda hat, and carrying what looks like a golf club, has yet to be identified. How hard could it be, man?
2: 670 is like spicy though, at least. You know, it's not like 270 or like 315 or something that like goes out in the suburbs. It's like downtown, you know.
0: The video began circulating on social media on Wednesday. A spokesperson from the Ohio Department of Transportation who had seen the video said the the ODOT cameras store information for 72 hours and that the video didn't seem shot on Wednesday Uh, didn't seem shot on Wednesday a snowy day for the city instead Tuesday is the most likely yeah on the day on that day traffic cameras at Neil Avenue were (gasps) facing west which means it didn't take it didn't which means it did not capture the naked man in the panda head skating east that's right he was in a panda head did it even happen yeah it did I mean, can we prove it? It wasn't on the ODOT cameras. Cameras are set to spin every 15 minutes, which means they were pointing the wrong direction. Sounds like this guy- Knew what he was doing. Fucking did some Mission Impossible shit and drew out the schematics and fucking- I love it. That makes me really happy. I learned that you just love roads. That's why I learned. <laughs> What'd you learn on this episode?
2: You're still a huge fucking bitch.
0: You just learned that?
2: No, I still, still.
0: So what did you learn on this episode? That
2: you're still a huge fucking What bitch. did you
0: learn on this episode?
2: That even when you're not on your period, you're still a huge fucking bitch.
0: Wow. Does it feel good to say that?
2: Yeah, I'm smiling, I'm can't help it.
0: You really There was really like <laughs> I know. I'm trying to have a we're trying to make jokes out here but but like there was something different behind that. That's just how I felt. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a merry, merry Christmas. I hope you enjoyed listening uh, to the interview with Chaz of the Dead. And I hope you pick up his book. Uh, That book, again, is... Paranormal Friendships. Paranormal Expeditions Hunt for the Friendship. A story of UFOs, Nazis, psychedelics, and an expedition to the edge of the world. Those are literally all of our favorite things. All of those things. Uh, follow at Chaz of the Dead on Instagram at Chaz of the Dead. Check that Fantastic. out. Fantastic. All right, everybody.
2: Stay up late. It's the holidays. Don't Have fun. Party. You know why? Eat cookies. Eat too much. Drink too much. Stay up all night. And have a good time. I'm telling you right now. Thanks you, for listening. If you stay up all night. Thanks for listening. Have it. not going to
0: stop at your house.
3: That's not true. Yes,
0: it is. Stan, Stan isn't stopping at your house unless you're asleep. So uh-uh. don't listen to Christy because she's the bell Stay up snickle. late, party hard. You're fucking bell You know that. <laughs> that mean.